Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you enjoy the D&D adventure that awaits you, feel free to support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There you will find different tiers with different rewards as our way of expressing our gratitude. You can also show your support on your sleeve by checking out our merch shop, tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. But enough with these frivolities. Join me, Graven Ilvigo, and my periodically proficient companions on this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Mashabanti Suyu's written history chronicles the War of Giants, or before that, the reign of Emperor Pachacamac, and rightly so. The continent had never before been united as it was under the banner, and in the wake of war, we found ourselves struggling to determine in what ways we were parts, and in what ways we were whole. The technological advancements fostered during the Emperor's reign, combined with the sudden outpouring of unfettered trade and dissemination when he fell, produced several of the most experimental and chaotic decades of our time. A period of discovery and transformation. Not the least of these discoveries, of course, was myconid extract. Our great pride, or great shame, depending on who you ask. These fungal creatures were no longer just a funny little thing you find in the caves and the mountains. They were the key to unlocking, well, everything. Seems there's nothing that cannot be enhanced in some way through the use of the extract. Soil, crops, potions, our very essence. Which probably explains why they're fast becoming extinct. And why there are those that would turn to dark deeds to keep the flow of extract ever strong. But this history, while important, is not the one I wish to research. I don't consider myself a particularly devout man. I pray on occasion to the Nikelkian gods like a good little boy, but... I am not guided by faith, nor am I blinded by it. This is a luxury in this world that I think we sometimes fail to appreciate. The gods are real, there's no question. The gods are powerful, there's no question. The gods can affect our world in many ways. We see it every day. But there is a limit, and there is a symbiosis. Like a great shield in the sky, there is something that protects us from the gods just doing whatever they want. And what they want, most of all, most of anything, is exclusivity of magic. No more wizards, 
No more sorcerers, no more warlocks, no more druids. What if the only magic could be handed down from the divine? Imagine the swell of fealty and faith, the unending praise, prayer, and sacrifice in their name. Some mortals, fools that they are, would see this as a better place. But those that wield it understand that freedom of magic is the great equalizer. For a wizard who spent their entire life learning to go up against a cleric of the gods and to emerge the victor is not just inspirational stories or fodder for one's pride. It keeps the gods humble. Forces them to continue to provide for us, not just make demands. A careful give and take. And this has largely been accepted by both sides, mortal and divine, for many, many years. There are a few gods, however, that see balance as an ugly word, an insult, an affront. They train their searing divine eye on that shield and they try to burn a hole through it. And through those holes, the divine strands cling to this world. Their influence grows and they meddle in our affairs, slowly poisoning the well of magic available to us all. And so we must rely on one of history's best kept secrets. The Reapers. Chosen by the dead in a way that we to this day do not understand. The Reapers are the only ones capable of cutting these God strands and keeping the tidal wave of divine influence away from our shores. But someone or something has found a way to identify these reapers before they are ready to fulfill their duties. Kill them before they come into their power. And so the god strands grow ever thicker. And I worry they will reach a point where the foothold becomes a permanent one and the magic of this world will be forever changed. I hope, then, that it is not too late for this new reaper they found. A tiefling girl, younger than would normally embrace the responsibilities of such a position, but I suppose that is the point. My dear friend, the wizard Salandriel, managed to find her before she could be slain by whoever is hunting the Reapers. And now her training has begun. Salandriel's brother, Cliff Ironcloud, is a powerful man in the North. And he has tasked a group of three with escorting the young Reaper to the Rapper Mountains, where she will attempt her first kill of significance 
a small but important step toward ultimately severing the god strands. That the girl has made it this far is an achievement in and of itself. And yet I worry immensely. I know she is not to be coddled. But those charged with her protection. Two names I had never heard before and one I had heard of for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Erland Loftefell attended the prestigious halls of transmutation, expelled, sent to the Atonement's End Monastery in Shashi, Strong marks and physical fitness, but it is weakness of character, not weakness of body, that worries me. Some kind of problem with myconid extract. Record sealed, but not to me. He would not be the first ex-myconid addict to take a little tumble down the hole. And word has reached my ears from the Ackley Grove, where another former disciple of Atonement's End was hired by the group as a guide. He was alive when they entered the forest, and dead when they left. The monks tossed this boy into the darkness, and now the darkness follows him. Safira Shiohan difficult to find a surname, which I suppose is characteristic of a deserter who does not wish to be found. An otherwise sparkling military record in the special forces of Kiira, once destined for a leadership position, now an ocean away from the men and women of her unit that she abandoned. She is a crusader. But we have already seen what happens when our personal crusade does not match up with those around her. Graven Ilvigo. He of the fractured Ilvigo clan from the Wixa Mountains. And cleric to the god of light, Kuusni. Sending a cleric of one of the meddling gods to protect a reaper feels very much like sending a fox to protect the hen. They say he is broken. They say that for the first time in history there is a second cleric of Kuzni. Brought into existence because of Graven's blasphemy and fractured faith. I have seen this before in the histories. Chosen mortals who had disdain for their position, the responsibilities heaped upon them. Do you know what they all had in common? In the end, they all came crawling back to their gods. How long would it take, after losing this power, to yearn for the taste of righteous fury? And what if that moment of rediscovering conviction comes at the wrong time? As for the girl herself, 
Orba is the name. A promising wizard in her own right. But what does she know of this world? A runaway. And before that a servant. And before that a pauper. So much placed on her shoulders, but I don't think she has fully comprehended what this all means. So wanting to be a part of something. So desperate to keep close those that she thinks are her friends. This is who we send north. To the Rapra Mountains where the cold light walker awaits. An undead horror not to be taken lightly, but a necessary kill for the burgeoning reaper. If I sit here in my library, I'll make myself crazy with doubt. Wondering if we made a huge mistake. So I will gather my things and I will travel to Tunkuri Kualu. There is a part of the mountain range there that they call the Vale, and if ever my assistance is required, it will be at this place. And you must go now as well. It's time to follow the real story. The seasons are changing, but our burdens remain. It's good to be on the road again. After several days exploring all that Navikapura had to offer, the good and the bad, you're happy to let the chatter of the busy streets give way to soft clomps and gentle snaps as your horses move along the dirt path. You'll cross over the water again before you reach the Stout Hill Corridor, 
But for now, the Navika River runs parallel on your right. The rushing dampened by a buffer of trees that sway with the northward winds, as if to usher you forward. At the front of the pack, the swirling air flicks long strands of Erlen's dark hair across his face with regularity. And trailing just behind him, Saphira plucks a wayward leaf that found its way into a crevice of her armor, letting it go and watching it dance away into the forest. Graven, normally a very confident equestrian, shifts with some unease as he looks <laughs> to the seemingly riderless horse beside him, having discovered only recently that some kind of mental block prevents him from seeing Orba as long as she remains in her reaper form. The midday temperature is already brisk, and it's only going to drop further in the coming days, making you grateful for the supplies and warm trappings that Cliff Ironcloud and his self-titled band of advocates provided for the journey. Having made a habit of getting by with the most meager of resources, you're feeling as prepared as you can be, lacking only additional details about the Cold Light Walker, which should hopefully come when you meet your contact, Praxis Volmalga, at the base of the Rapra Mountains. It's about a two, two and a half days ride, which promises to be anything but uneventful. In Navikapur, you picked up a few <laughs> secondary tasks that are more or less on your way, some for monetary gain, others for personal reasons. And it remains to be seen how far off course these little deviations might take you. But for now, the road ahead is unambiguous. Simple. And simple is nice. You're riding here. You're about an hour and a half outside of Nupa, having left, heading over the bridge, following the river on your right, heading up toward the Stout Hill Corridor. And Trickster's thinking, I assume, is immediately to our left already. So, uh, it is, but further to your left, if you look at the map, um, mm -hmm. The once you get across that river oh, again, the first bridge. Yes, you have crossed the first bridge just out of Nuba. So it's starting to get thicker and thicker. The trees. There's no like defining line exactly, but yeah, you don't see the thicket proper quite yet. I do have to say, it feels good to be out of the city. A little bit, right? Fresh air. I think I needed it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to going back to a city for a while here. Right. Away from politics, at the very least. And on the road, we stick together, right? We can leave what happened behind us and just... Yes. yes. So, Orba's, I guess, looking at her map, trying sure. to get a bearing. Just so I understand what we wish to achieve before our rendezvous, there are a couple things, correct? Right, so there's... Two things for me. Um, I've got to pick flowers for Niels Vargas to get rid of the debt for Tess Pleasant. Uh, and I've, I've got to get uh, ten of those, I believe I promised him. Ten bromeliads, yes. Yes. And then uh, the other thing I have to do is go to Trixus Thicket. And, well, it doesn't have to be that. It just has to be one of the places, basically, where I can perform my ritual for my bow. So that could either be... The sunken place that we're already going to? I right. forget its name. What's the Ed name Woods. of that place? Edwards. Right. So we I could go there, which we have to anyway. And I think given that Trickster's Thicket is quite huge. large and also quite well protected by I think it's not a good... Exactly. We don't, I don't exactly know where there's a, a sacred grove for you to practice on. No, although I will say part of the spell is 
going to require me to get into combat, ideally with something that's not you, because um, I have to win. You well, I have to be defeated, and then I have to come back and win. You want to go into so, Trickster's Thicket and have a fight? Well, no, it doesn't have to be Trickster. That doesn't have to happen. But the, the flowers are you coming You have to from be there. into a fight? So the way it works is I have to go to a place, yeah. uh, present the bow in the place, say a few words, get into a fight, lose the fight. Okay, wait. So you're, you, you go from like zero to 50 there. You right. have to say a few words. Yeah, no, and it, then it gets more complicated, enter doesn't it? Enter a fight. Well, yeah, so then I have to get into a fight, and then I have to lose the fight, and then I'm supposed to be rallied back, I suppose, by the spirits, and then I... Uh, rallied back like you go down? I think I go down, yeah, I think I have to go down. That seems like what Sarandero is saying in the... You can read the note, I'll give you the... But, but anyway, okay, it, not that it matters now, but then I have to get up, rally, and defeat whatever I was fighting. So This sounds okay. like something that needs to be in a bit more of a controlled situation, right. and I don't think Trickster's Thicket can be that. We also don't know of, for sure of any sacred groves in Trickster's Thicket. I think the Edwards no, is... No, the Edwards might be a safer bet, although already... the ground sinks, which is concerning. Right. So, in Trickster's Thicket, all we have to do is collect ten of these bromeliads. Right. So we can return them to the alchemist in Navikapur. How easy are these to transport? Are they... The bromeliads? Well, he said that they can be finicky because, you know, obviously they're live plants, so we do have to package them up carefully and, you know, make sure that they're safe. Uh, and I suppose... Uh, you know. I have. I'll take out. Go to one of my saddlebags and get my musty little um, <laughs> chest. <laughs> Which oh. is that from? That we had the oh, husku. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Gross. And I'll um, open it up and <laughs> give it a shake oh, off of the side of my fuck's horse. Sake. Yeah. Dry leaves. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> It has a little bit of a smell to it, but it's mostly kind of lost its pungency. Who's right behind Graven riding? Him <laughs> and Norva are side by side in the back. <laughs> away from her. Oh, wait, oh, she's on that side. I forgot. <laughs> see you. Um, I mean... Does this look like it's big enough? I don't know. I've got to see the plants, but yeah. I'm I mean, ten of them? At least size chest? <laughs> okay, so aside from those two things, I do see that, according to the map, we are going past... The Broken Crown Station. Right. So, is that, that still something that so, you wish to do? Yes. Okay. If anything, it's gold off of the um, the Band of the Benefactor that we have to get. Yes, we can put it towards that. So Can we? Was that a Broken Crown yeah. official contract? Or was Warbo, that just Warbo who wanted us to do it? He wanted to be the lead person on the endeavor, but it is part of the... Right, but if we go behind his back, do we not... I suppose as long as we succeed. Look, we'll see about that. That's not a guarantee. I wanted to go anyway, because I think it's going to be an important lead. If it's true that Void 2 is working with the Broken Crown, we need to know about it, and if that's going to tell us, then we do need to go. So as far as we know, the Broken Crown... Though a neutral party trying to sort of defend the area, and the gentle void being largely criminal mercenaries. Although they and are trusted here in the north. Sure, sure, sure. Kipura, where we just came from. That's just something that if we're going behind everyone's back on that, I don't know we should parade into a broken town outpost saying, look, we rid this very secretive 
collaboration between you two, if that's what we end up finding there, if we do end up finding something about this Void 2, which is seemingly a collaboration between these two enterprises, that's not something we should be bragging about. I think that Warbur... The less they know about us participating... What we decide to do with the information, we can decide to do with the information when we get it, but we do need to get the information, so... Warbur wants it cleared out. He wants to be in charge. It's not just Warbur that wants it, it's Massive as well. Well, Massive wants the investigation, correct? Yeah, so he wants the information. Warbur just wanted it cleared out of bandits. Yeah, I understand, but I'm saying we would need to accomplish both things if we go. Right, and isn't the idea that Massive doesn't want Warbur involved. Well, he doesn't want me to know that, uh, he doesn't want Warbur to know that I'm investigating on his behalf. He wants Warbur to think it's, you know, It seems idea. politics will be following us onto the road. Well, sorry, yeah. Well, Also, Warbur seemed to think that we were going to need more than four or five people. Look, we'll see about that. We're going to have to scout anyway. Zigzagging path, it's looking like. Well, no, it's all straight shots so far. <laughs> well, the zigzagging will come, I think, as we go along Trickster's Thicket, testing the waters and seeing well, how far yeah. we can get into the bounds of it to look for flowers. I imagine not very far, because I can't imagine that there's not someone on the perimeter 100% of the time. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm sure I'm not, but I hope I am. Well, as we discuss all of the things that are on our minds... I will remind everybody that we are now officially under Cliff Iron Cloud's employ. And I think, parallel to that, I am weirdly in charge. So, yes. Yes. I would like to say that if I get the sense, Safira, I, I understand that the Broken Crown Outpost is extremely important and time sensitive. But other things, like if the collection of the bromeliads seems like it will delay us. No, sure. Please prepare that I need to have us pull out. We are not missing that rendezvous. No. Yes. How many days is the rendezvous in? Two and a half? Yeah, and he, he, he said it takes about two, two and a half days to get there. And of course, your contact, he's not going to like look at a spot in the sun and say, oh, they're not here, and book. Like, you probably have a little wiggle room, but if you, you know, for a day don't show up, he's going to think you aren't coming, so, you know. So, so oh, but to be fair, we... Obviously, we want to do the Bromeliads as quickly as we can and getting the page to communicate with Grimari or, you know, whatever information we can get from Tessa Pleasance would be useful, but... We can also get it on the way back and, mm. you know, mm. just miss our timeline a bit. Mm. Look, he was very understanding. He was understanding when I came to him with not what he asked for. Yes. So I don't see, and I did tell him that we were on a journey. I, I told him that it could be longer than... I gave him the expect. It doesn't matter. The point is, is I don't... She's I'm in not- charge. She makes the decisions. Yes. Well, great. Sure. The point is, though, is that I'm not trying to speak with my old alchemy teacher, Grimari, for fun. No, no, The point is, no. is that we're heading to Finlock Forest after we deal with the Cold Lightwalk, are we not? If the timeline works out. And who is the one person we know may be in Finlock Forest? Yes. Other than the Shade Assembly itself? The one person yes. we know, yes. not entity, we know. is yes... 
Grimari. My old friend Grimari. Grimari. Friend. A I was tenuous being... theory. Yes. Yeah, I thought you might be being... Sure. The point is, is we have a way to communicate with Grimari. This isn't just about me and my feelings. Right, but no, what I'm trying to communicate it's... is that the immediate task... Yes, yes, yes. We will arrive very quickly and be there within two and a half days, and we will stop picking flowers if it becomes apparently difficult. Boss. Wow. The attitude. I'm joking. I'm joking. Did you have friends at Atonement End? You don't exactly make friends in that sort of training Just scenario. Wondering. Just wondering if you had mates. Did you have friends in the army? Yeah, 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 lots, loads, plenty. Really? Seemed defensive. I had friends. I had a few friends. Some people liked me. Orba, I do wish I could still see your face. Ah. Uh, she looks displeased and concerned. I thought so. Does she also sound displeased and concerned? No. Right, well. And now she's looking for her maybe bag we should in a concerned some... sort of fashion. I got it. Orba, and got can it. I kind of try to, like, tie something around her and then see if what Raven can... Using? Can I, like, take off my cloak and, like, try to put it on her right up to sort if of If you ride up, you drape the cloak over her shoulders and Graven watches it. Graven, do you see the... It seems that anything... Kinda... And you've seen before, if she picked something up, it would float, but anything that seems to be worn or a part of her... Hang on. Like the map right now is like... Yes, is yeah. floating. Can yes. I get off? It's, are there like flowers or plants around? Yeah, there's lots of can vegetation. I, can I get off the horse and quickly pick like a few flowers? And like the then put clock them... starts now. Like, Orba starts tying it. No, no, I like, I'll, I'll jump back on the horse. No, this counts up. as Erlen's time. This doesn't <laughs> I'll like catch up to them. And then I'm going to kind of stick some flowers behind her. Can I... Her ears... I don't know if this is going to work. No, it's not working! But I like it. Wait, oh, we'll put it, it in your nice. hand. And as soon as you take it, like, back from off your ear... Can I, you see that? I see it, yes. Wait, okay. Okay, so maybe she holds it I imagine her. she's holding it in her hand, which does not seem very practical. No, it's in my teeth. It's not in your <laughs> teeth. <laughs> That's much too close to the sap, in your teeth. <laughs> uh, well... Graven, I, 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 I understand that that is frustrating, and I uh, am sorry. I, I'm not going to be able to change it until I, I have a rest. I understand. I have, I have a theory of something that I might be able to do, but okay. I would oh. need. <laughs> do you think a that precious gem to accomplish it? Oh. Do you think mm. it's a spell? Never yes. Mind. I, do you think that your God is following us? Because Isn't you he kind of can't always here? see her. Kuzni is always with me. Right. Right. So, but is he act? Is he actively making you not able to see the tiefling, or is he sort of passively? Is, this a, is this a you problem? I think. Or it is it a god actively doing something? I think that because all of my power derives from him, it is a constant state. I don't think that he is actively shielding her. You don't think. If he knew more about her, there would be more trouble. I think. Well, then maybe right, we well, should. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Don't you? What if it's? What if it's me? Like, what if there's something within me that prevents it? As how I yes. like a, as a as a survival kind of thing. 
I'd like to not fight him again. That went rather poorly last Graven, time. Graven, has he ever spoken to you about her, specifically? Oh, goodness. Yes. What did he say? He said to keep away from her. Well, he, was, he is never very heavy with details. He wanted me to replace her yes, in I, the group. To be fair, I also kind of uh, fueled that fire a little bit um, a while back. I don't think that's the problem. No, it certainly didn't help, though. I do not believe at this point that he knows her full potential. If he did, as I say... Well, then perhaps we should stop talking about her full potential. Perhaps, I yes. haven't used the word, but yes. Graven and Sophia giving perception checks. Oh, I was so close, I said group perception check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Season two. Season two. Season two. Season two. Eighteen. Oh! As you guys are riding along, you notice that as you're getting a little closer and closer to Trickster's Thicket, moving into the sort of more lush areas, filling with vegetation, brush, trees, evidence of wildlife is picking up dramatically, which isn't terribly unusual, you know, going from a city to the wilderness. But there's signs of sort of more than just your average woodland creatures and some things that you guys spot that are a little, not, you know, one-of-a-kind exotic, but some rarer animals. Sephira spots a little tuft of hair that's sort of caught on a, on a stick that looks like it belongs to a golden stag. They have these very sort of fine, blonde, golden hairs. They're well guard, regarded for their sort of coats and pelts that are made from the, from the golden stags. On the ground, you see a couple shriveled up uh, jaculi moltings, these sort of <laughs> serpent creatures. You heard about the stew that stew. they make, the jaculi stew, and oh, yeah. you see some moltings oh. of these creatures sort of lying on the ground. <laughs> Graven notices some fur and hoof prints that probably belong to Oryx, these sort of large cattle, sort of oversized cattle that yeah. roam some of the wilderness. They're a little harder to tame. They're domesticated sometimes. In fact, Goliath tribes domesticate them more than, than other people. They're difficult, more difficult creatures than your average cow. Hearty creatures. Yes. <laughs> and um, another thing that you spot is little scratch marks at the base of trees. And you recognize these little scratch marks from how low they are to the ground. They belong to almirages, which are little rabbits with horns. They have horns on the top of their head. They're sort of oversized rabbits. And to sort of, almost like teething, they rub the horns against trees to sort of sharpen them and and harden them over time. So these are all, none of these are ultra-rare creatures, just you're seeing some evidence of wildlife that you don't normally see, you know, in your... So it's obvious that Trickster's Thicket is home to a huge variety of wildlife and that they feel... Comfortable. Yeah, comfortable here, safe here, more so than in some of the other areas that you've been in, some of the more, you know, urban areas. Do they feel tender and delicious? <laughs> All of those creatures are <laughs> edible <laughs> in their own way. They so kill a bunny with a horn. Yeah, don't kill a bunny with a horn, it's so sad. <laughs> They're so cute, they have a little Although, horn, you get seen, up by the horn and bang And then you had a, you had a, a, a pugilism bout with someone who had had the jacouli stew and didn't settle with his stomach. But, oh, but all the creatures no. are... Oh, yeah, that <laughs> was... Do they eat, like, poisonous salamanders? Oh, it just it loosens you up. <laughs> oh, if if oh. cooked properly, they're, they're very much... Edible. Oh, no, if not. <laughs> 
The other thing that you notice as, as you go, the, the road has very quickly emptied out. It's very obvious that the path um, out of Naupa, the more popular path is that one that goes through Hakathrice Fields, which is on sort of a little further east, that you're taking what they call um, the Stout Hill Corridor, sort of following the river north. And you have not passed anyone since you've been maybe more than 30, 40 minutes out hmm. of the city. So this this definitely a path less traveled. I was going to say, but that seems to totally yeah, in that does, the realm of normal. If you went the whole way and didn't pass anyone, that would be odd. But to <laughs> not have seen someone so far... It, you, it Everyone really, in the north is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the latrines of white yeah. yeah. But for now, it doesn't seem unusual that you are kind of alone we forgot to get that earring. It's not real. You forgot to go to that guy's funeral. Who you <laughs> yeah, you, you did. You honestly did. Let's move out a little further. At one point during the ride, Graven is moving along and your eyes are kind of flicking to the side, sort of trying to piece together exactly what it means to not be able to see Orba, as you guys have discussed, not sure if it's something blocking you, not sure if it's something protecting her, difficult to tell exactly what the sort of source of that is. Mm -hmm. And as you're kind of thinking, you glance up overhead. You see the sun pouring in from between the trees. And the leaves are moving, but not in concurrence with the wind almost as if the light itself is parting them to get a better look at the ground below. You feel that invasive inward heat, almost as if it's starting in the belly and moving up your esophagus. A spiteful, biting sensation that you've come to recognize as your god, Kuuzni, reaching out to communicate with you. The sound of Kuuzni's voice, however, does not follow. Instead, something appears before you. Is he trying to show you something rather than tell you something? It doesn't take over your senses like a true vision, which you've had before. You, when that fight that happened, the sort of vision in the inn where you were mm -hmm. fighting your allies, you can, you've seen before that if he wants to, or in certain circumstances, he can completely block out all of your senses and insert some kind of reality around you. That's not what's happening right now. More AR than VR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as you look around, there's this translucent image projected maybe 10, 15 feet in front of you, and it follows wherever you look. You look mm -hmm. to the left, you look up, and this image is like floating in front of you. It's a little disorienting. You're trying to ride, and this sort of fluctuating image is holding the, the air in front of you. Give me an animal handling check. Oh, boy. Hey. That's fine. Seven. Seven. As the image is in front of you, the, the trail never travels in a perfectly straight line, and you're trying to direct the horse, and you don't fall or anything like that, but the, uh, the three of you can see a little look of consternation on Graven's face, and he's like weaving in a way. He's a good horse rider. You've seen him before, and he's sort of moving a little bit back and forth like he's trying to compensate for some kind of something pushing him, a weight moving him in different directions. So the horse is kind of a couple steps forward, one step back, and then a couple steps forward. 
Graven? Graven, are you all right? Do we need to stop? No, no, it's all right. Is your horse sick or... Can you tell us what's happening, please? I just think I'm being shown something. It's fine. Well, but step back. Just... Everyone Can I try to like get her to come back a little bit? Down. Can motion to her? Yeah, Orba's You're like trying to po- slowly, like calmly motion to her to come back a little bit away from Graven. Orba will create a little bit of distance. I'm in control. Can I like look <clears throat> like into the thicket to see if I see any any Can people? Make Ooh, check it. yes, he is. Nat twenty. Oh. oh. Erlen sort of sensing the urgency of the situation. I mean, you've seen before that at a moment's notice, you go into a kind of, you know, focus mode. You know, you lose that kind of veneer of, of whatever sort of is hanging on to your thoughts, and you just give a clean look around, you're scanning the trees, you scan the river for any signs. A couple wildlife, a squirrel skitters by, you sink in the distance, you see an elk or something kind of moving between the trees. No signs of people, no humanoids at all that you can sense that you Am see. Am I looking into Trickster's Thicket at this point? or You guys, not again, quite. you're not quite there. Yeah, Until yeah. you cross the second bridge, it right, won't really right, be right. on your left. Yeah, yeah, but you're looking into the trees. There's the certainly trees, trees. Okay. yeah. And, and there's no sign of any humanoid at all. At 20. <laughs> you're certain that you're alone. That's true. Pretty sure. I don't if anything, just if I give some kind of symbol, be ready to bind my mouth. But I'm in control. There's no no mages that I can see in the woods. We need to I have am. a gag ready, and I'm gonna kind of like. I guess. Um, I'll sort of I'll pull out a length of rope from my climber's kit and pass it to Sephira. Okay. <laughs> 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 Not bad. No, no, no. That's gonna be an uncomfy gag, but it's, it's, it'll work. Yeah. It would work. That image, maybe it feels like it's between five and ten feet in front of you. Just this sort of blurry, vague image. I can't make it out. Give me a religion check. Ooh. Oh man! You, you make roll things, man. <laughs> religion. What check. are we doing here? For I know. I know. <laughs> you know what? Roll six dice. Roll them all. What is that? Oh no! Dirty one. There he is. <laughs> That image hangs in front of you, and you even lean forward a little bit, trying to focus on the image. And it, it the clarity just doesn't come. Both the movement of the horse yeah, can I stop and the, the movement horse of the image. Really try. You stop the horse, okay? okay I'll, I'll and stop and like sort of block them. You watch okay. as Graven's horse slows. It's all right. To a it's all right. Just quiet for one moment. And the image kind of hangs there. I still can't make it. You out. focus for a moment as hard as you can. And you feel like there are details that you're missing. But you make out two vaguely humanoid figures. They seem to be sitting at a table. And there's something laid out on the table that they're both sort of leaning over, looking at. You can't see what's on it. It's a piece of paper, a portrait, a picture, a map, you don't know. The, the image never kind of comes into a focus or clarity. But these two figures, one of which whose back is to you, and then you're seeing the other one facing toward you, are bent over this table, looking at this image. Does it feel like present, future, past? It's hard to say. Do I, can I recognize the shape of the people, the race? Give me a perception check. 15. 15. You pause for a moment. Let time kind of slow around you. You focus on, instead of just trying to pick any details you can, you say, 
I can't get everything, so I'm going to try and pick out pieces. Yeah. And the first thing you focus on is any features that distinguish race. The figure facing you, not like looking at you, but in your direction, looks to be an elven man. Kind of thin eyebrows. He's got a pointed goatee. He's got kind of a smart-looking fitted jacket. And he's pointing at the thing on the desk. Points to it. And then kind of sits back. Gives a smile. Points thumb into his chest. And then he sits and waits. As if he was, you know, pointing to whatever was at the table. And then to say, I'm your man. I can do it. Cliff was elven, right? Uh, Cliff is not elven. He's not? Cliff is elf. Yeah. Cliff, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> You've nailed it. But it, Sorry, doesn't, of, it doesn't look like him. It definitely does not look like okay. him. No, a, a, a more slender kind of diminutive okay. figure. I'm going to try to, as I'm looking at it, you almost using my words to really kind of focus on it and describe the scene that I see. Two humanoid figures, one elfin pointed goatee, referring to a parchment map something on the table between them. Uh, Could be past, present, or future, I don't know. And you don't recognize these? Okay. What are they What are they wearing? You can, can try I and see. focus harder. I will. Give me a constitution saving throw. <gasps> Get the gag ready. Get the gag ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, constitution saving. Mm-hmm. So Safira has the gag ready. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. You lean in, you focus, and you feel that uncomfortable rising heat. And you stuff it down as best you can. And you squint your eyes and you try to look. Other than the jacket, or you don't see any distinguishing kind of clothing features, but you get a little bit of a better look at the figure that's facing away from you. They have a very large frame, hunched shoulders and a short neck possibly a half-orc or even a full-blood orc, just based on the sort of body structure. And while the other figure talks, they're sort of the the pointing kind of back and forth, leaning in, pointing at whatever's on the table, leaning back, this one sits perfectly still and watches the other person kind of indicate at the table or whatever's there. That's all you're able to discern at the moment. Half-orc, orc. Is the other. Okay. What are the, Dardanach? The two leaders of the Gentle Void. What, Dardanach and are, are they elf and half orc? Dardanach uh, is a half orc. Um, and. Oh god. Oh, fuck. That's an early note. That is such an early note. <laughs> I'm going so deep. I feel like I could try to see what they're gesturing to, but it might push me over the edge. What does that mean? Yes, that. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? If there's an edge, I you mean, have to know that what, what it means. I mean, to I'd push like to it. know what they are looking at, but Something... I might lose a bit of myself if I push too I'm hard. I'm gonna. Can I kind of like push Orba back even a little Get, bit further yeah, and like? Lamar. He's a human. The image okay. starts to flicker, blur a little bit. Do you focus harder? I'm gonna try one time to look at what they're looking at. I'll Make a constitution it. saving. As he's doing that, Orba will say, is it Josko? No. No. Constitution saving? 17. 17. Oh! Huge. Draven grits his teeth. 
and he even, you're, you're on the horse still, looking out, and sort of involuntarily, because you're leaning forward, your horse <laughs> takes a couple steps because it thinks you're almost trying to like <laughs> tell it to move Aww, forward. And you get a little sort of closer, but the image, you know, fades, yeah. moves back away a little bit. And you focus even a little harder. What's on the table looks like as the lines kind of come into sort of materializing a little bit. It's like a diagram or a blueprint. Not like a regional map, but some kind of map of a building of mm. some kind. And as you're looking at that diagram, the elf leans back once more, and he reaches into his pocket and he takes out a coin, which he sort of flicks a couple times, seems to be talking, holds up the coin, points to the diagram. It seems to indicate some kind of potential transaction that's difficult to discern exactly what it is. Is it one of the men from the harvesting yard? One of the elves from the harvesting yard? I Were any of those, any of the people in charge elves? It is not anyone you recognize. Uh, I do not know them by sight. I, I should let go. I can't focus on this anymore. Okay. And just as you're holding I'll, in that moment. I'll oh, okay. try to, like, kind of clear my head Great. and, like, lean back and close my eyes. The last thing you see as you sort of lean away from the image is the orc figure standing sort of in response to that coin. This is happening, like, as Erlen was talking, basically, and you're focusing. And as the coin's flipping, the orc slowly stands, walks over to the elf, and thrusts a hand forward. He grabs him by the head, like the top of the skull. Yeah. Oh my god. And squeezes. And you can see the indentations of the fingers in the skull, and steam starts to rise from the fingers. And you can see the elf writhing in agony. And the hand releases, and as it does, the head tilts back, and you can see the finger indentations in the skull. Do I recognize it as, like, inflict wounds or any specific spell or anything? Uh, give me a, um, what's your, give me a wisdom check, because that's your spellcasting modifier. Yeah. yeah, give me a wisdom check. Oh, 22. Oh, shit. 22. It does seem to be some kind of burning hands-esque sort of mm. touch fire spell. Yeah. But powerful, extremely powerful. Like the speed and intensity at which it comes out, and the speed at which the, the elven man dies happens so quickly. And the person lets go and starts to bring the hand back, and you see a little bracelet Fuck. fall down below, Fuck. and you see the other half of Kuzni's <gasps> symbol that he ripped from your symbol, the other broken circle and arrows. And the hand retreats, and just like that, the little sort of bracelet dangles down, and then you lean back. And we're so fucked. Graven's bile. I fucking feel it right now. (laughs) Graven nearly retches as he leans back. Graven, Graven, are you alright? Stop the horses. You guys have kind of been stopped. Yeah, Earl's going to hop yeah. off his horse okay. and sort of Stay put a hand on him. <laughs> I mean, you had backed Orv up, so you were slowly moving yeah, back. I'm going to sort of go over and just like help make sure he stays on the horse. Goliath, what happened? 
Graydon. And take out my symbol and just leave it out. When Kuzni broke this in half and promised to find another that would do his bidding, I just saw him. He is the orc or half orc. And he is very powerful. Right. Does that mean that the other cleric can see you? I do not know. And subsequently, I know the feeling of this connection, and I will be aware. Did the half-orc acknowledge you in any way? Then there's a chance that he didn't know that you were observing him. Why would... Why would he want to show you this? I... I... I do not fully understand what connection I have left with Kuzni, but... To rub it in your face? No, how did you no, know it no, was... No. How did you know it was... I have defied, I have rejected him enough, and I have drawn power from other sources at this point. This is me using what powers I have. What were they doing? What were the two men doing? I told you, referring to what seemed to be some sort of a diagram or a blueprint. The elf was confident in their abilities, something, and... You saw the diagram? Pieces. What, what? I might be able to recognize it again if I saw it, but... What sort of diagram would Kuzni be interested in? <laughs> Finlock Forest. Shit. Shit. Graven, would he want the other cleric to try to destroy the Chimera? Before I do, he has said as much. The elf is not dead. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Why is that... So... No competition? No. So, like... Oh, he just killed the elf for the diagram. That's he, bad. That's not good. This cleric is making his way through information and people the way that I used to. See, I thought we were going on a trip to hunt, and I now think that we're being hunted. Okay. I'm gonna go back to his horse and start the pro- start riding forward, sort of oh. without a word. Orba's kind of um, been like up on her saddle a little, as if ready to run away at any point on her horse, and just kind of releases and sits back in her. Okay. Once more. So the number one rule of being hunted: traps, alarm spells. You're never quiet. You never leave yourself alone. You don't leave yourself in a position where you don't protect yourself. Well, I think that this is a good idea. What you're speaking of in general. I don't get the feeling that we are the hunted. He has his prey, the same as I. If we to, okay. if we were to get in his way, or if we were to get ahead I of think him, we're already yes. in his way. Also, I would because we might already be ahead of him. You would need to purchase schematics to kill us. So look. Either way, even if you know we're not sure we're being hunted, I think we should operate under the precaution that we are being hunted. As right? I say, yes. A good idea in general, as we travel, just the four of us. So, Graven, when you have that feeling, and you need to see, or you're seeing something, please 
Do what Let you us just know. Do. Yes. Thank you, Graven. Yes, continue for. Erlen kind of leading the resuming of your pace. Give me my clothes. I paid 45 gold for this. Was there a question? Yes, please. Tieflings and humans, much more prevalent than halflings and goliaths. Yes, yeah. The most common races in Antisuyu are human, elf, dwarf, and tiefling. So half-orcs are on the list of like... Like a goliath, goliath. level oh, wow. of, okay. of not as many of them. Yeah, there's they are there's bigger communities of them on other continents. You guys back in Kiira, there was more orcs and half-orcs back there, yeah. And are they kind of like goliaths in that they mostly stick to a certain like geographical area? Um, you don't know that. And also, certainly less insulated tribes the way the Goliaths have. Um, they do, as some other races do, like to associate with other, you know, orc communities, but they tend to be a little more integrated into other societies rather than, like, literally isolated in the mountains in their own little tribes. Okay. You guys continue to run. <laughs> At a steady clip... The path starts to bend to the left and converges slightly toward the river. A sign, if your maps are reasonably accurate, that it won't be long before you hit the second bridge and find your way into the low-lying area between the thicket and the rolling hills. Your horses traverse a portion of this lesser-used road that has a mixture of kind of brush and crunchy dirt. You hear the hooves kind of <laughs> sliding through the brush. And it doesn't produce a dramatically different or louder sound than what you've been riding on prior, but it is enough for Erlen to see something in the distance. A head pokes out from behind a tree, maybe a hundred feet or so in the distance, <laughs> and, it, and it's low to the ground. It's almost as if someone looked out from behind a tree, was seated, and looked out from oh, behind no. a tree because they heard horses yeah. coming. Just hanging out. And then peeks out for a moment. It's too far to sort of discern any details, but you see the head, and then goes it's, back behind. Sorry, that's a head to the river, or to the sort of... Uh, toward the riverside, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also to the right. Then. Yeah, it's on your right. Like, if the path goes straight, oh, he's see. just off the path to Great. the right. And he poked, sorry, I poked my head the wrong way. He goes out. <laughs> so I'm going to... I'm gonna keep riding as if I don't see okay. him. Um, who's uh, who's second riding? I think it was Safira. Give me a perception check. You're behind Erlen, so you're not sure that you saw it, but Three. in fact, you are sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing you notice is you get advantage in the no, we're not kind of you see Erlen sort of just yeah. peering a little bit but further down the road, train. but nothing that sort of immediately grabs your attention. So, um. <laughs> How far away? Like, I want to keep riding. It was 100, so you're closing yeah, in. Your guys are riding not terribly fast, so as you're closing As soon as I'm, like, what would basically be maybe a few feet past him, I want to quickly, like, hop off my horse what? and run towards the tree. Where he always is. a flair for the dramatic. Okay, you so guys, gonna, like, you guys, if you're letting yourself get that close, what? everybody give me perception checks okay. before, that, before yeah. you jump off, including you. Oh, wait, what's my new perception modifier? 14. 14. 30, 20. 20. Oh, I got minus one now. Oh, bitch. 13. <laughs> oh, minus one perception? On perception for reperform? 
Oh, yeah, Reaper Fall. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, what don't we will not perceive. Hey, Reapers don't need to. Being dumb is okay. Just eyes on the prize. They don't need to perceive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you get closer and closer and closer, before you hop off, the three of you riding a little further in front hear like a... Like something shuffling in the brush or leaves. I'm gonna kind of hold you place, coming from the same place, and you because you kind of saw someone there before. It sounds like they're like rotating to stay out of the <laughs> Like it sounds like they're scooting <laughs> more and more oh, away because no. you keep looking as if you're like waiting to see what's behind the tree, and the sound sounds like oh. it's rotating the opposite <laughs> direction. So are you hopping off? I'm, I'm trying to like, yeah, hop off the horse I'm and quickly to running to the... Stop, what are you doing? You watch Erlen hop off. You can say something as he's running. I, that's what I... Okay. Yes. I'm and running and I'm gra- I, I'm gonna sort of uh, go up to the tree and try and grab if I see anyone. Okay, so as soon as you come you're around... the tree? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you come around, you start to see limbs. You see a le- like it's someone seated, like mm-hmm. legs sticking outward, and you start to reach, and you see coming in the opposite direction what looks like a stick, like coming up uh, in the opposite direction to sort of mm-hmm. defend or just, you know, up in kind of a defensive posture, and you see the stick kind of come up. Are you, like, reaching? I'm gonna try like and grab man? the stick. A human okay. man? Yep. Human a man. child? <laughs> nope, it looks no! like a human man. <laughs> I'm gonna try and grab the stick. Great. He sort of <laughs> has it in your grasp. Yeah, give me a contested <laughs> athletics check. Everyone's like, I take it. We can try. So there's kind of just a stalemate there, and he yanks and pulls the stick back, and he points the stick at you, and it has like a sharpened-ish end. Okay. Just keep a little distance and keep going. I mean you no harm, but I am on. What the hell are you doing? Hold on. What the hell's going on here? Give me a perception check. 18. 18. You give him a quick look over. You see this man that he has kind of long hair that's pulled up into a purple bandana. And he has facial hair that looks like beyond stubble, but ungroomed in a way that looks unintentional. Like someone who's been on the road for a while or something and just hasn't shaved, as opposed to like a groomed kind of cut. And in addition to the bandana, he has a leather jerkin with purple accents and his braces, bracers have been dyed black. Familiar colors of the broken crown, the black and purple largest organized coalition of rebel forces during the War of Giants, and now they primarily offer contract intermediary services. As you guys know, you've taken on some of their contracts. You see that he... He just told you he's armed, but he seems to be armed with a stick. And the other end of the stick is kind of bent in a little L-shape, and there's a cloth wrapped around it. And you look down at his leg that looks mangled to some degree. Not like attacked by a creature, but like the ankle is bent at a funny oh. angle. And you it looks like he's been using this to, oh. as a sort of cheap rudimentary crutch as he's been you traversing. <laughs> so he's got the thing kind of pointed at you. Injured broken crown. Corb is going to dismount her horse. and Could you not have said something? Well, I don't well, know who you are, so I'd prefer to keep some distance if it's all the same to you. That's fine. I wanted to make sure it wasn't a scout or spy or something. Listen, friend, are you a deserter? No. Seems almost offended by that. Well, you seem (coughs) alone in the woods with a pointy stick. The only thing that I'm fairly certain of right now is that you're not BC, which I guess I should have fully fucking given up on by now. You're waiting for the broken crown? Hang on, have you been deserted? He gives a look around. I'm coming down from the top shelf outpost. Been nearly ten days since it got toppled by bandits. 
For all their talk about taking care of their own, the Broken Crown is taking their sweet fucking time sending some reinforcements. This this outpost, what, what happened? What's it to you? Well, we're traveling in that direction. I'd like to know if we're going to encounter bandits. We could be of help, or mercenaries. I'm headed back to Navikapur. I'll get my help there, thank you very much. All right. Are there bandits we need to worry about along the road here? Well, just stay away from the outpost. That's impossible. We're riding along the road. Well, ride quick, then. How many bandits were there? Make a persuasion check. (coughs) Mm, Fifteen sort of looks and he sees he looks across the faces and doesn't sense immediately that there's any sort of danger even though there's sort of unfamiliarity there and in addition to that he almost as he's talking he seems like he's looking intently to kind of gauge your reactions and responses almost like he's not sure you know who you're affiliated with so as he speaks he kind of looks to each of you kind of looking into your faces they came in the night about ten days back, like I said, maybe a dozen. Prepared, too. We still would have had the numbers if not for a battle rot scale that sent six on a wagon back to Dillasoon a couple days prior. Nasty little bit of business. Bad fucking luck on our part. Or good on theirs, however you want to see it. What caused this? What rot scale? What caused this? You don't know rot scale? No. Sophia and Graven do know. <laughs> yes. I like yes. yes. It's, it's a bluffed it. It's a not super serious, but it's a disease that you get from usually drinking contaminated water. Mm. That's sort of un if it hasn't been clean water. Um, and it, it's not lethal, but you get like cloudy vision and you're, you get very dry skin. It's it's sort of very uncomfortable and a little debilitating, but not lethal, so Ooh. from drinking unclean water. Where are you getting your drinking water? Usually from the river. Outpost is right along the river. Right. Gather it in jugs like anybody else. You didn't get to um, see any of these bandits' faces, did you? Sort of. Like I said, it came during the night, and it came in fast. Bashed the door down quick with a ram, and they stormed the living cores. Most barely had time to grab a sword, let alone don a bit of armor. They wasn't uniformed or anything, at least not uh, recognized. But they had tactics, no doubt about it. They had a couple people stationed in the stables for a couple people who tried to flee. I'm altogether ashamed to say we didn't put up much of a fight, but it all happened in the blink of an eye. They seemed to know where the living quarters was too, scouting the place out ahead of time. There was five of us that it took alive. Myself among them. Tossed us in the cells that we had on the third floor barely fucking spoke to us during their occupation. Whatever they wanted, they didn't need our help to find it. Then why take you prisoner? I don't know. Maybe in case the Broken Crown sent reinforcements, they had hostages, you know? I suppose. Um, and you are now free? Yeah, sort of, I guess. Sort of? Two days ago, I got a bar loose on the window, squeezed my ass through it. Small as a hole was, it was hard to prep for a proper landing. Fell funny. Broke my leg, probably fractured my ankle as well. Sorry, mate. Yeah. So now I've been limping my way back toward Novikapura. You walked all the way from the outpost to here? Yeah. The other four are still there, in prison. As far as I know, yeah. Unless they've been taken somewhere, they escaped themselves. 
And they killed anyone else that was there at the time. Well, they killed the people who put up a fight. Some of us who weren't able to grab weapons fast enough. They just stared us down, held up weapons, and what could we fucking do, you know? What did they do while they were occupying the place? Were they resting? Were they trying to... I don't know. Like I said, we were in the holding cells on the third floor. You didn't hear it? Were they speaking common? Were they... Yeah, shouting orders when the attack was going on. But once we were in the holding cells, hard to hear on the floors below. Is there anyone that you would suspect of your own people that would have possibly given them information It sounded like they had a lot more than they should have? He straightens up to that, and it occurs to you that even if he had that fleeting thought, he has been serving with these people that, like, that he's offended by that. He's sort of taken a little aback by it. I don't know anything of the fucking sort. What makes you think they didn't just scout the place ahead of time? I didn't say there was someone in on it. Fine. How about this? The rot scale. How how soon before the the attack was did the outbreak happen? Probably three days and a day after that, that's when we put a few people on a wagon back to Dillerson. And imagine, the attack happened right after that. Yeah. I imagine that they poisoned the water supply. Yeah, well the thought occurred to me. Later on, anyway. What was the um, outpost used for, was it? During the war, it was a sort of checkpoint between uh, Vikapura and Dillasun. But nowadays, it sort of serves as a resupply depot, and also there's a few mining operations in the northern Stout Hills. They call it the top shelf. I don't know if you know that. As people hire us to make sure that the mining operations play nice, basically. There's some valuable minerals in the hills, and people come there to sort of stake their claim. We make sure that the fighting doesn't break out. Do you believe there was some kind of territorial dispute, and ridding the neutral party was... I don't think or know fucking nothing. Was there any, um... Was there anything else going on other than your sort of typical outpost? Fair negotiations, checking, I assume, carriages? Uh, yeah. So, check people and take a glance, people go by. I don't know, nothing seemed out of the ordinary to me. Does that seem true to me? Make an inside check. Plus six now, guys. Oh boy, get ready. 19. (laughs) It does seem true. When you asked about the outpost itself and what its sort of purpose was, it seemed like he wasn't, it didn't seem like he intentionally lied to you, but as he was racking his brain, it seemed like he was kind of filtering out what he thought was important and what wasn't important. Like he was just thinking about what was there, what they could have been there to take or steal or, or look at, like why these bandits would have been there. So it seems like he's withholding information, but not in a, you know, in a nefarious way, just in a protective way. So you speak of the sort of goods that you're in charge of that bandits might be interested in, yes? The mines, the sort of contracts? Yeah. What is the other day-to-day in the uh, the outpost? What the fuck do you care about the day-to-day of the broken crown? Well, I'd like to know what sort of <clears throat> bandits we're dealing with. Well, they're armed ones, and they'll fucking attack you if you go at the outpost. Yes, but we are riding past the outpost, and our plan was to potentially camp out near the outpost, which now, depending on the type of bandits, might not be possible. If they're interested in goods... Then, uh, perhaps then perhaps if we sleep nearby, that's no problem. If they're interested in something else, 
Well, I don't know what they're interested in. Right. I'm trying to figure that out, perhaps. What was the day-to-day at the outpost? I'm not going to sit here and fucking recap my entire job to you. Sir, what the... I got a busted ankle, my leg fucking kills, and I need to get to Lieutenant Colonel Wabo so I can get some fucking reinforcements up there. I'm going to reach into my bag and hand him a riot root. Okay. Um, it's like, look, mate, I'm sorry, it's not much, but this might help you. It helps with healing. It might make your stomach feel a little strange, but it does make you feel better. Yeah, I know what fucking Ryeth is. And he, so, sort of, he's not, he disdainfully takes it, not because he's angry at you, but because he doesn't seem to want to be accepting help, but he grabs it. These bandits. And, you know. It's okay. No, he just kind of ravenously oh. starts chewing at the, at the Ryeth. Hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right here. Right here. These bandits, the weapons they used... Were any mages, magic users? Did they have poisons, bombs? Well, when the fighting was going on there, they seemed to handle their bows better than their swords. I'm not sure what kind of training they had, but they were definitely more lethal from range. Which is part of what making a run for it so worrisome for me. No magic that I saw. At one... Oh, fuck. Ah, my fucking leg. You're right. Yeah. At one point, when I was trying to get the bar loose on the window, it's right over the stables, and I thought I heard him sort of drop something heavy in the stables and maybe cover it up with hay. I'm not sure if they toss that ram that they used in the stables, but it might still be there. I know. <laughs> the whole group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we found what we're looking for. <sighs> Thanks for the root. Yeah, of course, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Humor me. Tell me more about the day to day at this place. Do I look like I'm in the mood or that I have the time to humor you? Sir, with all due respect, I don't know why my companion is being coy, but there is a contract to investigate this. Broken Crown Station. And to be totally honest, when we spoke to Warber and Ken Reggie and the others there, we did not know that there were hostages, only that the that the place had been taken. <laughs> fucking Navikapura. Broken Crown is a fucking joke. So if we can do anything to expedite your friend's release, please let us know what information we can gather. We might be the only people sent for them. Would have walked to fucking Dilla soon if it was closer. Sorry. Let me put it this way: Do you know Warber well? I met him a couple times. Yeah. Do you trust him? Sure. Yeah. Simply, seems like, he sim- seems fine. It's just like I said: a broken crown has got fuck awful resources. Right. If they're in no rush to rescue you, then perhaps we're the best chance your friends have. We're not useless. We really can help. Looks down at his leg. You got anything stronger than Ryeth? Uh. <sighs> kind of looking at Graven, like. <laughs> I'll get down from my horse. I'll, like, slowly approach him. Allow me. Did Warber say that. This was a, um. Oh, what's it called? This is one of those contracts you needed a writ to have. Yeah, right? it's a writ of service contract. And did he say he wanted to be there? 
Yes. He wanted a lot of people. Yeah. And he wanted to lead it. Could we... Was it something we could even cash in if we didn't do it with him? Yes, he said it was okay if we investigated it on our own. I mean, he did say... Uh, he, he's not going to be happy that you're involved, but... <laughs> no. Yes, no, he, I remember he explicitly... Yeah. I explicitly told me yeah. not to do it. Um, but I guess I'm trying to say, did he mention it was, like, secretive in any way? Um, mm. no. No. Only that... So, it was a writ of service contract, mm. so they only wanted people that were reliable to some degree. And in addition to that, I think a little bit of detail... That you, I can't remember. I think it might have actually been Graven when he was at the Broken Crown. Just that they didn't... It wasn't so much a secret, but they weren't dying to have this information, like, get out wide. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. looks bad if the Broken Crown yeah. loses one of their outposts, especially if it was yeah. actually to, like, common bandits. Yeah, like, that yeah. so, already yeah, a poor that. reputation of the Broken Crown in Navika Pora. They don't need yeah, that hit. They, they Dis- don't want that. Discretion so. is mandatory is one of, the, <laughs> yeah. one of the things on here. But it literally doesn't say anything about... It just says that oh, you have recapture actual, oh. that was yeah. seized by bandits. It doesn't say anything about hostages. I think I gave... He doesn't have, like, that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I gave yeah, him that. That's yeah. rough. Yes. They did him dirty. <sighs> yeah. Um, what do you... Are you helping him? Inflict wounds. Strong spell. Fat fingered it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I made you hurt more. Yeah. Like, oh, like on a keyboard? Like on a when you fat finger, oh, you press yeah. the wrong key? You know, like when we're playing Gauntlet and we do the wrong thing? Okay. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. I'm going to. What time is it? What time is it? got his hand on it. It's worth it. It's like two, three o'clock. All yeah. right, all right, all right. Oh my goodness! I work up a level two cure wounds. Ooh, okay. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. Right. Go ahead and roll for the episode. I That's thought you were being generous. <laughs> you doesn't need that. <laughs> Uh, 2d8 plus. Sterling <laughs> sees the amount of energy surging in. He's like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that <laughs> was a lot. <laughs> oh my god, 2d8. Nice. Wow. Oh my okay. god, why do you roll well for the people um, that aren't us? For the Yagolds. <laughs> 17. Oh my god. <laughs> Graven reaches out a hand, and again, you sense that just kind of reluctance because he doesn't know you, but you can see him in pain, and you reach out, and the healing energy flows through him, and for a moment, he kind of grits his teeth, and you look at the end where his ankle's kind of bent, and it kind of clicks back into place. Still, be still, be still. And he kind of wiggles his toes a little bit. Fuck. <laughs> How's that? Pretty good, right? Yeah. No. Pretty good. Takes some getting used to that sort of sensation, but I would appreciate just a little more information. The, the only other thing that I can remember is that there's some kind of Records room that's at this outpost, right? Right. It's old. We never fucking use it. I think during the war, they kept books on people that owed the Broken Crown money. Whatever, the troops for protection, whatever it was. So they have these list of names, how much people owe. There's probably some other shit too, but I know for a fact that there's a lot of those records in there. Are you referring to... Band of the benefactor type of debt or no, no. large wartime state? debts like yeah. supplies, loans, and that kind of thing. During the war, 
giants. Yeah, like I said, records are pretty old. Right. Was the broken crown even? Once the broken crown came into existence after the war. Oh no! To, oh no! I no, thought it was a, a neutral party formed That's after the war. That's uh, No, oh, both no. of them existed prior. No, the you broken crown was one of the leading sort of coalitions during the war. And then post-war, they were like, "What do we do as the broken crown?" And they came up with this idea to sort of neutrally mediate. Oh, between. I thought so. They became a neutral party yes. after the war. Oh yes, during the war, prior. they were very much part of the rebellion, like anti. Oh, they wanted oh, to break the crown. Yes, they wanted I to break see. the crown. And the crown was broken. <laughs> Forgive me, not from the continent. It's fine. Like I said, people that the broken crown had given weapons to supplies, potions, whatever it was. I think there was some towns or cities or individuals that sort of had enormous debts but that the broken crown was willing to loan them things because they were desperate for any kind of ally during the war. Right, but surely those deaths aren't still active, are they? I mean, if it was uh, during the time of the War of Giants, I mean, some of these people might be dead, right? I've never known of anyone going down into those rooms to do anything but fucking clean. Right, do you know if there's anything else that's kept down there? Or would you, I know this is maybe not something that you would know, but if you've ever gone through those records, is there anyone particularly important whose name is down there who owes maybe a lot of money? Family names that are important. I'm the wrong person to ask for that. Is there a right person, and do they maybe happen to be being kept hostage? Yeah, of course. One of the guys up in the cages, say, youngest recruit that we had there, his name's Jack. Because he was the youngest, that means he got all the shitty jobs. Of course. Which included going down, cleaning the records room on the regular. Is he one of the other hostages there right now? Yeah, he was there when I jumped. The other four, they saw you jump. Yeah. Did they have any words for you? Messages? Did they have any protestations? Jealousy? No. Before I jumped, I told them I'd go find fucking reinforcements. Well, and I said, go. Reinforcements. Like... Were you treated well by the bandits? We were barely treated at all. They brought us meager bits of food to keep us alive. Other than that, didn't say a fucking word to and us. And you said you saw one of their faces. Their faces were scarved. Okay. And they came in at night. Were there any, um... Prominent figures, either from the continent or in the Broken Crown, who came through the um, the checkpoint in the last month or so. I don't know, maybe. Mollifers, any iron clouds? A Mollifer, I feel like I would have remembered. Other than that, I don't fucking know. And the weapons they were carrying—you said that they were carrying bows, right? Yeah, bows, swords, sure. <clears throat> I'm gonna kind the of like show them a little bit of my bow and. <laughs> Nothing that looks anything like this, right? Yeah. Same basic parts. Yours looks a little fancy. Well, I was wondering. No one has... No, not like that. Right. If we were to approach this building, um, I'm imagining if they were more experienced archers and, and good with range, is, is there a part of the building that's kind of in a blind spot for people approaching, or...? There's three entrances, unless you want to go through a window. It's a front, the back, and then there's a door through the stables. So the stables is attached to the main building? Yeah, it's just off the end. And you were kept on the third floor, so the window is 
three floors up. Is it a um, stone? The one that I broke is, yeah. Yes, but the one that you broke, exactly. Is it, um, is it sort of smooth stone on the outside, or rougher stone that one could perhaps climb? It's smooth stone, but um, he thinks for a moment, and then he kind of looks down at his leg and flexes it one more time, and kind of... There's a bit of ivy on the back wall, and if you look at it, you'd say that would never hold my fucking weight. It's too thin. No, no, ivy's... ivy's strong. (laughs) No, it's barely anything. But what I'm saying is, one of the other ones, one of my friends, a while back sort of reinforced it with these silk strands. Oh, right. It was a way for us to, you know, sneak out at night, have a drink in the woods. So it doesn't look like much, and if you didn't know, you'd say that would never fucking hold me, but it'll hold. I've done it a number of times. So why didn't you... That goes to the window that you broke? No, no. that goes to the living cause. We wouldn't be sneaking out of the jail cells. That's very useful information, thank you. Uh, sure, forgive me if someone asked this just now, but was there anyone who was newly appointed to this post in Jack. the last few weeks? Jack. The, Jack, the, the young the, one? Not, is rec- not that recently. He's just the newest, but no he's been with us for, I don't know, 11, 12, 13 months. And so nobody who's been posted there in the last few weeks? No. And there was no one who passed through who had anything suspicious or who stopped and looked for too long? A or... beggar who... who Took refuge the <coughs> out there. No, he looks like he's racking his brain. He, you know, he, he. You get the sense that because his duties were to these mining sort of operations and and basic duties around the place that it's hard for him to sort of even think about what would have been suspicious. He sees people pass on the roads. You don't you don't get any sense that he's withholding something of that nature. Do we feel like oh, this we is have useful? Adequate information. Thank you. Yeah. How long did it take you to get to where you are now? I've been walking for two, two and a half days. Well, you've got a short way to go, and now full use of your facilities. Yeah, thanks. They didn't ask you to write any kind of a letter or communicate with anyone, use you as a ransom in any capacity? Did you hear them talking about... If they did, it wasn't to me. Right. Like I said, I think they plan to keep us as... Insurance. Make sure that if the Broken Crown showed up, they had some leverage. Well, keep your head down, mate. Stay safe. And we'll try to get your friends out. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I've no reason to be certain that you would, but if you do, I know they'd be grateful. If we climb in through the living quarters, how do we get to the prisoners? There's a staircase that goes up. Directly from the living quarters. Um, it's our door. Just walk. Yeah, there's a door to the living quarters, <laughs> and there's a staircase in the hallway. Are there any other doors on that hallway? No, it's pretty small. All right. Okay. The whole place is three floors, but the floors ain't big. And you said it was four guarding. What? How many are guarding the prisoners? There was a dozen that came. Oh, in. right. Okay. There's four mind. prisoners now that sure, I'm gone. Sure, sure. Okay. A dozen. Right. Well, thank you. Give uh, Give my companions and I a moment. Yeah. And hey, and he flexes his foot one more time. Like I said, Jack was the one who cleaned the records, right? So he's the one who had a spare key down there. His bed's the first one on the right when you enter the living cause. He's got a key in his chest. I'm going to kind of 
gather everyone away where if we speak hushed, he won't. Sure, you gather away a little bit. As you're starting to move away a little bit, if it's all the same to you, I might be on my way. Just, just one moment. All right. And he's, as you're turning, you see him kind of just looking to make sure no one's has followed him. You know, you get the sense that he's just height on a heightened alert. Not that I'm interested in asking him to lie, but I wonder if we should have him not bring up who we are to Warber at first, because that might start him on his... Expedite his ex- departure? Yes. If we don't want him to be involved with this, maybe we tell him to just... That's not, not a bad idea. I, uh, good luck. I, that seems like an unfair... very suspicious. Well, that seems like an unfair ask. He has hostages that he wishes freed. He doesn't care. Also, At the same time, you're allowed to pursue the mission. I'm not. You and could honestly, uh, if, if you Warber want to make... shows up, we could use it. Twelve people, folks. Twelve. I agree. I agree. Right. The worst right. he can do is be angry with me. Exactly. The worst that can happen is he's and you don't really care he's about pissed. that, do you? Well, also, Honestly, no. to be honest, if we're going in to attack 12 bandits, then he's not staying behind. Come on. Well, no, no one's suggesting that. No, that's, uh, suggesting no, that's what I'm saying is I'm Warber. saying to Warber, if he gets oh, on us about yes. you coming along, it's it's not hard to say, look, there was no way we were going in there without him. Just, it's fine. It was a good idea. All right, all right. He turned back and he stood at this point. He's kind of putting weight on the leg and he has the crappy kind of crutch in his hand. He leans it up against the tree there. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Be safe. Yeah, thank you. We haven't seen anyone on the path, so you should have a clean shot to Nuba. Yeah, if somebody hasn't caught up to you and finished you off by now, I think you'll be fine. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Well, You've made it rather far. first. I was just being funny. Does he do this? Why, I ought to. I'll be on my way then. Cheers, friend. Right. If you go, you know, good luck and... Try not to get my friends killed, yeah? We will... Yes. Try to save them, yeah. All right. Travel safe. You too. You watch him. At first, he's limping a little bit because he's sort of used to the motion. <laughs> Two days. Yeah, and then oh, he kind of straightens out a little sprinting. bit. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he picks up the pace. He doesn't That's sprint, but he picks up the pace a, a decent bit as he continues on. Just there. If he looks back, I'll give him a Robert Redford. <laughs> 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 Brimming with Don't 17 hit points or whatever. Oh my god. Oh my god. Never have I ever nope. rolled nope. a pure wounds so nope. nah. That one is so juicy. Nope. You guys rode back to yourself. Well. Well, that one really ran into us. 12. 12. T- fucking 12. Arrows. And there are four hostages. What do you mean arrows? That's good. He loves having arrows. There's people shot. on the other end of well, those no, arrows. What I will say well, is the benefit is we will have the jump on them now because we do have a sense at least of what the outpost looks like from this guy, which is great. And I'm assuming that we can sort of... Uh, Graven, you aren't here, but we've done this before where we've picked people off one by one. Also, additionally... I've picked people off one by one before. <laughs> yes, yeah, so then we were all experienced. Additionally, there's a possibility, too, that we could... If there's already a, a sort of um, rope hanging down, there's a way in which we could perhaps get that rope over to the... the, the, the get the, the hostages out and then kill the bandits. Exactly. Yeah, that's smart. Based on how he described it, that's not how I'm picturing it functioning. But yeah, I'm not well, really. It's up on the third we'll, floor, well, it's, we'll it's Ivy reinforced, and I don't think you can really like relocate Ivy. 
No. Read it off. Well, like, it, then but it's then not then it's I, I like the creativity idea. and ingenuity, but I don't think it'll work. No, we'll think it's hard to tell until you see it exactly what the nature of, like, the... We'll decide whether we want to sneak them out and sneak into the record room, or if we want to kill 12 people. Maybe Warbur will show... What time or was Warbur supposed to get just there? just knock out 12 people. Warbur was still Depending trying to Depending on if we need amass. information from them, because we might want to ask them who they are. Yeah. I mean, what is... Warbur was trying to amass a good dozen people, I think. Right, that's... Well... Maybe we'll just have really good timing. What if he's like leaving at the same time as I us? Mean, that like, would what be if he's really right good us? timing. First but... things first, we need this bromeliads. Yeah, I was gonna say, when should we stop okay. looking for these? Well, plants? once we get to Trickster's thicket. Sephira's oh. kind of already like has her eye out. You give for, a look. Like... I mean, you're aware that you're not. Yeah, even I know in that the, they're not the here, but she's yet. already with the. She goes <gasps> with the she's sort already. of flower. Every flower she sees, she's kind of comparing it to make sure she doesn't get the wrong one. <laughs> You guys, horses back up. Yeah. Horses continue to run. You press oh, on. Kick Orba. It's like, oh, sorry. Ah! <laughs> As you continue on, the road curves slowly but steadily until you get the sense that you're almost traveling due west just by how much you've turned. And it's at that moment that the road splits. A continuation of the arc that would send you start to send you south in the direction of Katil. And then a jutting deviation out to the right that makes for the nearby bridge over the river. Sturdy wooden construction, but lacking regular maintenance as evidence. There's these little kind of tufts of plant matter sticking up between each of the boards on both banks of the bridge. So not something plant that... Plant matter? <laughs> just weeds. Just <laughs> weeds. <laughs> Can you see those kind of colors? Sabira's so gonna be so oh annoying. <laughs> I, I got him. He's like, like that's none of grass, that is right. That's <laughs> really? the dandelion. That's clover, and this is useless. You're useless. <laughs> the bridge itself is very wide, big enough for multiple wagons or groups of riders to pass by, going in opposite directions. It seems overkill for such a secluded area, but it's likely a holdover from troops using this road during the war, sort of passing through this area. You can see. In the distance, a pair of people at the bridge, but not exactly using it. There's a burly man with a flat top haircut and a woman with a heavy black cloak, and they're crouched down by the bank of the river. And at first you think they're in the process of pulling a small chest up out of the ground. There's like a about this big wooden chest and it looks like at first like they're pulling it up out of the ground but as you get a little closer it actually seems like the opposite that they're putting it in and covering it a little oh. bit with some dirt not fully not like in a hole in the ground but lightly obscured as they kind of put it down and then start to push some dirt over it both of them are lightly armored and there's a pair of heavy crossbows sitting just off to the side Though at the moment they're kind of focused on what they're doing and the rushing water that's right by them. It ensures that they don't hear you coming, at least until you get closer. So they're a little bit off there. You they're, can see them. They're focused, but they're not They're not giving kind of no. nervous looks around. They're just no, kind of they definitely. They're not really looking down, around at all. They're okay. So sort of focused on the task. Um, and could we see what, like a, a cage of sorts, that they, what did it look like uh, they were putting? Give me a perception check. Okay. I'm imagining like a crab. <laughs> <laughs> they're not I'm putting it in the water. They're not putting it in the water? No. Okay. Well, crabs get in the dirt. Um, <laughs> perception? Ten. A ten. It looks like a solid wooden box, not a cage of some uh, kind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
you see this in the distance. It's still a little ways off. They haven't been alerted to your attention yeah. quite yet. Should we wait for them to bury their treasure and then take it? What? Erland, for fuck's sake, we've been on the road for how long? It feels like we just got here. Can I was going to ask if we shit? shout ahead and make ourselves known. That feels more polite, Erland. Fuck's sake. Well, Making enemies everywhere we go. Well, they won't know. It was us, I think. Erland, just know. Do we need it? Didn't we no. say we're not taking a lot of time out of our... Yes. I think momentum. we did say that, Graven. I think that's a very prescient point. All right. Thank you. It's very kind. You're welcome. <laughs> Graven, Graven didn't laugh. <laughs> that Graven was it. didn't laugh. Graven didn't laugh. Graven was very last. In fact, Graven says, I'm not laughing. I'm not, <laughs> I am not <laughs> laughing. Not Why are you laughing, Spiro? I'm not laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, does it look like they'll be done? With what they're doing, by the it's time hard to tell exactly what they yeah. are doing. But yeah. they're right now. They're the box is down on the ground, and they're kind of loosely, yeah. sort of putting some dirt on it. Fifty yards up ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So shout or just mind our business. Uh, I maybe think that shout we can hello. Just mind, mind our business until we get it a little closer. That's oh, fair. Okay. So we didn't don't startle them. Suppose yeah. hello. It's a bit you know. I'd be scared. Yeah. Sure. Horses get a little closer. They again the the sounds of the river. The river's pretty thick at this point. The water is moving. It's got a lot of noise. They certainly don't notice you get within, you know, you were at 150 feet, 100 feet. They still don't notice you. 100 feet to the bridge, and they and they're on the other side of the, the oh. river. Also. Oh, yeah, they're okay. not on the side closer to you. All right. Um, yeah. As we, we do, as we get a little closer. Yes. Hello. Say hello. hello. Or, or we just all burst into laughter to like be what? like, oh, there's people here. Greetings, travelers. Hello. You yell out in the distance. The two of the both heads kind of turn up and sort of reflexively, both of them reach for the heavy crossbows that are just no, off to no, the side. No, no, please, no. We're, no. We're and that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a second. Not quite knowing yet if we found friend or foe. Oh, it's going to be foe. That is where we're going to fire him. Fire him. He started it. He wanted to steal your stuff. Ha! Fire at him, and then you wait six seconds, and then you fire at him. That is where we're going to take a little break in our uh, return to A Peek Beneath the Veil, season two, episode, or chapter one of A Peek Beneath the Veil. Um, We've already gotten a little some leads on the Broken Crown outfit. Yeah, Yeah, that was very helpful. Thanks, friend, that we didn't ask his name. I was the one who said that. I said name? We didn't ask yeah. blank. It's totally fine. blank. The guy Stupid. who had a busted ass ankle that it's loves me. It's not busted anymore. It'll be super easy when we find his friends <laughs> and be like, hey, what's hey, the name of the dude who jumped out of the window? When they're alive. When they're yeah, dying. They're alive. What was yeah. his name? What was his name? Oh, old broken ankle Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other cleric of Quizney. Oh, we'll be fine. No, it's not. It's definitely not. That dude is power. Yes. You guys like. firmly not friends. No. We worship the same God. Kiss and make up. That's oh the solution. Yeah, I'm just sending to talk to him right now. Hey, Would I, am I familiar enough with him just from seeing him like that that I no. could use? Okay. You guys can touch relics. That feels like that moment in yeah. the office where touch Steve relics. wants to tell Jim to talk to Roy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like, you guys will understand exactly what the oh, other one's yeah. going through. And it's like, yeah, but... Not in the way you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go to break, just yes, really quickly, Pokadoko gifted five subs. Oh, Johnny Gadfly gifted a sub. Do you have powers? Four. Did 100 bits? God, I can't even do Four it when 100. it's digital. Johnny Gadfly. What? 
Johnny got Topper then gifted two more subs. Cool shape for two hundred bits. Snapping Cobra ninety four. Hey, a thousand bits. Welcome back, Uh, Babu (laughs) underscore Frick sixty six. Did one month of sub. Oh my gosh, Mister Biophile Dynamite Sanders one. Wretched Troglody Temp. Wretched Troglodyte man. There we go. Jesus, why can't I read (laughs) names? It's hard when you're going down the list. Did did a subscription and then Achilles Viper seventy seven did a subscription. Thank you. So so much. Oh, I hope you're enjoying fun. the show. I hope you're enjoying the sort of uh, yeah. <laughs> easing into the bigger mission at uh, whole with a few side objectives. Is the uh, the BRB video? Uh, it, it's it uh, it's going to be the recap and then yeah. the chapter one. Great. So it has some information about sort of the lead up to this point. Um, if you want to avoid spoilers, don't watch it. But um, if you need a little refresher as to what kind of happened prior to this departure, we have that there. Um, but we're just going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we'll jump right back on the road and, and see where it takes us. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, they're kind of level five combat. Level five combat. <laughs> yeah, we strength, just strength, turned level five. Oh, they're dumb, so it's so dumb. They're like, wait a minute, they look like they're level five. <laughs> <laughs> Put <these> down. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank All you right. so much. Thank you so much for the support, and uh, we'll be right back it. for more of the adventure. We'll see you on the other side. Ah, don't yeah. move. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. I would strongly suggest that you please subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Did you know you can also do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account? You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and moments of supreme embarrassment. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But for now, let's find out what happens next. Welcome back, everybody, to Season 2, Chapter 1 of Tabletop Notch and A Peek Beneath the Veil. When we left off, we had just approached the second bridge leading up to the Stout Hill Corridor, which we'll be traveling through on our way up to the Ropper Mountains. <laughs> a couple of figures down by the bank of the river on the opposite bank that seemed to have been burying something, putting some kind of item sort of lightly obscured in the dirt there, difficult to kind of discern what it was or what exactly they're doing. And Graven, after calling out to them, I believe we're all actually. Yes, yeah. and they sort of scramble over to their weapons, and as they're doing so, sort of hands raising to indicate no harm, and they get to the crossbows and look up at the people sort of holding their hands up, and they put the crossbows back down in the place that they were. Good day to you. Safe travels through the corridor. Cheers, you too. Keep your heads up. The elves that watch these roads are a mite prickly. Not that that's anything new. The right. That's right, yeah. You don't happen to know where they're um, sort of scouting? I would just be safe and assume that they're scouting the whole thing all the time. Fair enough, okay. You travel this road often? Yeah, we do. We're just uh, leaving a little something behind for the Elatrians. Oh. You know, giving thanks. It's not a very nice. good hiding spot. Why are you burying it? <laughs> Safe travels. Right. Um, do we need to provide the Elatrians with Oh, yeah. Do we have to give a gift? Passage through? Nah. 
Okay. Does that just seem so to me? Make an inside check. <laughs> just out of the goodness of your hearts. <laughs> that is so sad. A natural one. Natural. Is that a 20 in a one? <laughs> well, ready. Uh, it, it, again, hard to discern. There does seem to be something they're not saying, but, you know, it doesn't seem to pick up an indication of what that might be. And, sorry, you asked them. No, just, um, just out of the goodness of your hearts. If you uh, see any of these boxes on your travels, probably best to leave them be. They ain't meant for you. Okay. You hunting? Yeah, we're hunters. Are they dangerous? Like, if we didn't know it was there and we stepped on it, would that be an issue? I wouldn't step on them. Okay. Uh, okay. And Sophia's gonna kind of... Can we... And I, I'm kind of looking at it. Is there anything identifying about this sort of little area that they buried? The area itself? Yeah, like, I want to look for distinguishing features where if I'm traveling the path, I could see disturbed earth and be like, oh, don't step there. Besides the one where they're burying, like further down the road. No, no, no. I oh. mean, like, I want to look at the one where they've buried it sure. and sort of take note of the details so okay. that I can maybe try to see. Oh, okay, sure. Else. Yes, that if you saw another mound similar to that, then that I would you, know not yeah. to stop I mean, there. the box is sticking more than halfway up out of the earth. So if it's okay. anything like this, you would see the box. But uh, even yeah, if you can, you can, you take note of like the size. That if you saw a mound that sort of had a similar size, you'd be able to, you know. Think that it was something similar? See any kind of triggering mechanism on it? Give me a perception check. It's a natural one as well. Oh my god. It's buried partially in the dirt there. Nothing discerning that you can see. The one in Great Bear is playing Patty Cake. Well, thank you for the warning. Um, I do actually have a map. Would you be so kind as to mark the places where you put these things so we know when to be cautious? We don't want to get. Or was gonna give like a nice sweet smile. Kurt tilts the head up to look at the map. Sort of a small map. It's gonna be hard to mark exactly where they are. Small map, meaning. I mean, if I make an X on your map, it's gonna be hard to tell exactly where that is. Well, at least we would know uh, with which level of frequency you've left these. An abundance things. of caution, perhaps. Well, also, do they all kind of look like? Like this, because if we were just... I, th- this is the first time we've traveled through here, and we don't want to disturb anything. We don't want to piss off the Elatrian elves at all, if possible. I think passing through here might be, you know, you said they were prickly. So uh, if we can avoid anything that will piss them off, we really want to do that. I it looks like I would say we left about five of them so far. Okay. So all sh- along the road. Does that seem true? Make an inside check. <laughs> Are you plus six now as well as to five? Plus six. Uh, yeah! 21. Oh. 21. It seems like he's underselling it. Sort of. Just the w- glance between them. Yeah. Sort of, they acknowledge to each other that they should say something, but that you got the sense that they might not be. What kind of ferocious beast are you trying to take down with these? Um, what makes you assume it's a fur beast? I thought you said, I thought they, you said they're gifts for the Elatrids. Yeah, more like gifts for the Elatrians. Oh, oh, all right. This is all right. Uh, It's safe to say maybe we should avoid the boxes and uh, keep on our way. What did the Elatrians do to you? Or not. Why don't we just uh, (laughs) take care of our business here? You go on your way, you avoid our little boxes that we left for the Elatrians. 
Right, sounds good enough to me. And Samira's gonna kind of start to head, hoping that her her friends will follow her. So that's a no to marking them on my map for me. <laughs> or was gonna take out her quill. <laughs> well done, young one. Well done. I'm nice. Oh my god. He's, He's gonna, gonna just dick. totally just a big dick yeah. on my map. <laughs> Lies. Was... I don't believe a word of any of that. <laughs> oh, so wow. So just all in like sequential, just heading north. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Well, this is very helpful information. I feel safer already. Of course. Is the box making any I'm sounds? I'm already ahead. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Fierce just like looking back. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> 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 One perception. Five. If it is over the sounds of the river, you certainly. Well, it's certainly not making any loud sounds. Right that the you would, that <sighs> Three's uh, coming next. <laughs> oh my god. Cheers, Cheers. Turn the horse. Three, the other three sort of ride after Severe, who's gone a little bit. Just there. looking behind, like. <laughs> after a little bit of distance between us. Sure. Okay, so are we disarming bombs or booby traps, or what are we doing? Uh, we're I, going I, to find out what's in them, and then if we get into an encounter with the Elatrians, we're going to alert them to what's in them. Well, yeah, I, I, I pictured that there's something that if you step on it, it just goes boom. I, uh, yeah. Potentially, but potentially. we should find out what they are so that if we are attacked by Elatrians or... We do uh, want to set this thing off, but we should open it with a stick. Let's not make a mistake of just trying to get yes, in there. Yes, or throw a rock at it or something, but the point sure. is, is this is a negotiating tactic for if the Elatrians try and stop us from plucking the I mean, flowers. also, it, uh, uh, you know... Just to, you know, air the other side of this argument, it's possible that those are, in fact, gifts for the Elatrians, which if they are, and we're messing with them, that's probably not a good idea. If anything, it could oh, be a test. Oh, they're not gifts. I've not known you to be this naive, Well, uh, when I say gifts, I mean, it could be they were hired or something, they're trying to track something down, or even if they are enemies of the Elatrians. Sephira. The Elatrians might become our enemies too soon if we're stealing something from them. Well, we're not stealing. If we open it up and it's a pile of. (laughs) Samira looks around like. If we open it up and it's a big pile of gold or nice rabbit meat, then we leave it. Okay. We look for disturbed earth and we try to trigger it safely, and if not. Okay. We all tell right. the Elatrians about it. And then we up. brag about it to the Elatrians if we save them, if they encounter us. Brag. So well, that they know we're on their side. If and anything, not just it, I flowers. suppose it could be a bargaining chip because we are, you know, trying to, you know, take get away with something here, so. We're just taking flowers. They don't own the flowers. They, well, they kind of. <laughs> yeah, they might see they it. They do. That's I don't bad. think they see it that way, Ellen. I don't think that's the way. Either way, we've got the information, and we're gonna help. I wouldn't go by that if I were you. Yeah, I don't think that having. He didn't seem to try very hard. It was really. I'm sure. You think you lie? Absolutely, I do. We spend what a week in a city, three days in a city, and you've both become this naive. Well, you you both. Eyes open, everyone. Why would he lie, Tiefling? What she mean is, why wouldn't he? Because he doesn't want us to bring that right to the Elatrians, Orba. 
Right, so now forward. my map's ruined. You can still read it. I have it. We have other copies. No, it's just so pretty. I'll trade you. It's fine. No. All right. Are we sorted? Yes. Yeah. No one steps on the boxes. No. no one steps on boxes. I got a good look at it, so I can, and I'm gonna kind of try to. I'll run it ahead and keep it's my a eyes out. Box in the ground. <laughs> Sophia. I'm just saying, I got um, a good look at it. If you're very <laughs> curious, we could go back and kill them. No! No! What? Why is that? Why is that I'm the first option? I wouldn't say it was the first. I one. think the best option is to just keep going, right? right. Okay. I'm getting sidetracked already. <laughs> We've got got things to do. Horses continue on, pushing through the brush, trotting forward. Everybody, give me perception <laughs> checks. Sophia, give me one with advantage. We're never gonna get there. Yes. Oh, advantage, baby. Oh, I need that advantage. Oh, no. 13. God, Damn it, you stranger. Oh, Very good. 14. Uh, 19. 14? 14. Wow. That's Lame. right a little further on. It may be 20, 30 <laughs> minutes go by. Despite being out in the wilds, moving into and through the Stout Hill Corridor feels almost uncomfortably confined. To your left, the tightly packed trees of Trickster's Thicket dramatically limit how far into the woods you can see. And if not for the river separating it, you would feel that something, man or beast, could spring out from behind a tree very easily without being detected. It's, it's that kind of dense and thick that it's hard to, you know, get a sense of, of what might be behind the trees. <laughs> to your right, the rocky terrain rises rapidly. A precarious mixture of steep outcroppings and loose soil that make up what people refer to as the Stout Hill Curtain, which is on your map there, or just the Curtain. It's a stretch of hills that even a seasoned hiker would find difficult to traverse, let alone on horseback or with a wagon in tow. In essence, forcing you to kind of commit to the route that you're on or turn back. It's very difficult to, like, veer off and then go over to the, uh, to the... Hackett-Price Fields there, which is the other route that was presented to you. As you're riding along, you've moved, again, kind of maybe 20-30 minutes away from the bridge, and Graven spots something that looks awfully familiar. A half-buried-in-the-ground box. Not in the road, just like a little ways off the road, toward the river. I'm pointing the wrong side. (laughs) Toward the river. But it's both... Hidden and not. Like, it, it's, it wasn't hidden in a way that they really wanted someone not to see it, but it also isn't, like, if you were just riding along the path and weren't looking around, you probably wouldn't notice it, but in your sort of making sure that you keep a look at them. Well. <clears throat> yep. Oh, or we're going to look at our map and see if it's accurate. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. I mean, the X is big on the map. Maybe. Like, no, we're going to sell it. <laughs> sure. Got it. Mark it off. We Check. found it. That X is the size of the 20... They, oh, let her, just, let her do it. Does that happen? Wait, can you see the map? Yeah, you can see the map. Yes, if she's holding it in her hand, you yeah. can see it. Oh, my God. Same with the pen, probably. Yeah, as soon as she slips it into her backpack, it disappears. Yeah. But if it's in your hand, she sees it. Uh, it so occurs to me that this is... A lot less hidden than I thought it was going to be. I thought they weren't done with that last I, one. Yes, that's why. Well, it's yeah. hidden with the intent to be discovered by a particular party. Right. right. So Arlen's gonna sort of slow down and hop off his horse. When do, do, Is there a rock on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Give me an athletics check. Threw a fucking curveball there. 
16. 16? Are you throwing it like hard at it or like lobbing it? I'm throwing it, it so I'm, I'm like lobbing it so okay. that it lands like on top of the box, okay. hopefully. Lines it up. And like a size, like a rock. Like yeah, a and it, like a, like a rock. Hits the, it makes like a hollow wood noise. Thunk. I believe it needs possibly two. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <clears throat> well, uh, it's not pressure. Over. You've got yes. your hand? Mm-mm. Oh, you can't do your special what? hand. No, not What not, happened to your special hand? Not in my current state. Oh, well, that's a bummer. But, it's, um, yeah. just a... All right, I breeze. Could, hold on. You've done that before. Like a no, little... uh, no, hang on. Tell us what you're doing hold before on. you do it. No, narrate what you're doing before you do it. Tell me with your words. Use your words. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to take a rope on the climbers kit. Yes. Then I'm going what? to tie it okay. to the thing that opens the box. Okay. And then I'm going to step some yeah. distance yeah. away from the box. Yeah. And then I'm going to pull it open with the rope. I like it. Uh, okay, I still think we should stand back. Yes, well, yeah. Yeah, that's least. why I'm using a rope and not my hand. And I'm still a bit worried about I'm going to tie a rope to it and then just go... While <laughs> 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 well, I'm standing I'm right stand there. directly <laughs> over top of it. I went away from him, but that's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I will aid you in this. <laughs> uh, okay, but... Uh, be careful not... I, I don't know if you should let your hands touch the box. Well, I just it, threw a rock No, no, it. I understand, but if there's some kind of curse, if it's magical, should we yes, check that out first? Yes, can you perhaps see... Can no one... Not right now. All right, you have... Okay. You understand magic better than I do, so perhaps you can look at it and see if you see any To glyphs. be fair, those two people did not... Well, I guess we've been surprised before, but they didn't look terribly, like... Magical? You're right. All right, but let's be safe about this. Sure. Goliath, come see if there's any glyphs. People can purchase cursed items. I'm going to sort of very careful. Like, I don't want to make sure I'm not stepping on any strings or booby traps. Sure, give me a stealth check that's not sort of trying to remain hidden, but trying to remain light-footed. Six now. Six now. Go in front of me all the way. Just walk up behind Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Sort of with light feet, making sure. There's, again, like a decent bit of underbrush and sticks and things. You just kind of lightly brush things aside to make sure that you're not stepping on anything that seems out of the ordinary as you approach it. Seems footsteps land quietly and quickly along the ground. Follow my footsteps, Goliath. Short strides. <laughs> Delicately stepped. Yeah. Slowly approaching. I'm going to before I touch it. I'm going to give it a look. Do you see? Do you see anything? Both of you can give me investigation check. Oh, not that one. I went to look you. I don't know why. If you were there. <laughs> if you were crouching. <laughs> Fuck right. God. Off. Fourteen. Yeah. Investigation. Mm-hmm. Plus six. Plus six. Plus six to what? Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Sorry. You didn't say the initial number. Plus. Six is the total. <laughs> I was like, plus six? Plus six. Really you added six to my 14. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah, let's, can we plus do that? Plus my six. <laughs> so, nothing out of the ordinary as far as you can tell. And as Graven's kind of looking at it from a slightly different angle, the box itself is shut decently tight, but it looks like an older wooden box. It's not brand new, and the seal is not perfect. And there's a very faint white glow coming from, like, oh, no. the crack along the side. Okay. No. Uh, do I recognize that as without seeing uh, what? It, I mean, a gl- I mean, it certainly could be magic. Like yeah. that strikes you, but saying you know, figuring out what it is is. And does it have anything like a latch that you could conceivably tie? Like there a is a to? latch. Yes, it's okay. not locked. There's just a latch, so you'd have to like pull it and then open it. If anything, I, I think I see a sliver of light coming from inside, and I don't know what that means, but I would say if you. 
do accidentally trigger something, close your eyes, perhaps. Oh. Do either do either of you are either of you able to detect magic right now? No, no not right now. Good goodness, all right. Um, I'm not just magic can I boxes. Take you can take whatever you want out of. Can I from the box so that we're sure. far away from it? I mean, you guys are also, you didn't follow them to the box, so you're a little, you're yeah. on the road. You know, you're at least 50 um, feet. Or I do 30. respond to verbal instructions as well. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's habit. And his appear kind of straightens up and like doesn't touch her and like backs up. <laughs> do you follow her back a little bit? So she's kind of motioning. How like, far back do you, how far away from there, from the box do you get? I guess we'll all, we'll, we'll keep the horses. What are typical spell distances? 150, 30, 30, 60, 30, 60. Yeah, we'll take the horses 60 feet back. Okay. Sure. Sort of we should just be ready to yeah, turn the horses away and stuff. Crouch down, and I'm going to put a hand on the box very slowly. Mm-hmm. Nothing? No? Okay. No vibrations or keys or anything. Do I smell anything? <laughs> I smell anything. Oh, God. I'm going to try and tie... If you say it's a latch that's going to do this, I want to... Yeah, I'm going to try and tie a, a, the rope around the latch. Give me a dexterity check. Oh, boy. Straight dex? Yeah. Ah! Wow. No. You went back down the ladder. Roland's the new grave. Season two. As you go to tie no. the rope just around the latch, oh, there, God. it's the, because it's like a sort of metal folding down latch. You think it's going to have a little more weight to it than it has. And as you go to slip the rope oh, kind of boy. through the hole there, it's light and it comes up immediately oh. just with the slightest pull. Close my eyes. And you can close your eyes. I need both of you to give me dexterity. No. Oh. So Roland, what the. F- what are you yeah, doing? Dexterity saving. Yep. 18. 17. Oh. Okay. Both, both successes. Dexterous. I hope so. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> good, good time to roll a natural one. Oh my god. So as the latch just creeps up ever so slightly, the, the, um, the crack opens wider and that white light starts to pour out and you immediately start to hear, even covering your eyes, just the slightest bit of like... Almost like a oh like God. a combustion kind of sound, and <laughs> this explosion of fire and heat goes out, God and you God. both you do save, but oh my God! Oh no! Both take uh, thirteen fire damage. Oh my, my God! What in the hell? And, and the fire kind of catches on some of the nearby trees. Some of the leaves are sort of charred as this Bridge? explosion goes out. And Sephira and Orba have to kind of turn away. If I hadn't have saved, I'd be dead. Sticks kind of go flying. And all this smoke and heat sort of billows out from the chest now. And as he opened it up and you saw a little bit of what's... It looked like a glyph of warding. Like one of these explosive runes that, that has been set as a, as a glyph of warding. 13 damage, you said? 13 fire damage, yeah. yeah that's correct. So Erlin and Graven are like knocked back onto the ground as the heat pours over you and you see them kind of go down on their butts. You know, it it flows over them and they don't seem like they, you know, got knocked out, but they're just a blast knocks them back a little how, bit. How are the horses? Were they like How far you guys were 60, 60 feet away? It does not. Uh, yeah, the, the sound spooks them. I mean, right. <laughs> can we settle the horses yeah, really quick? Yeah, give me an animal handling check. You can both give me an animal. Okay. Erlin. Ooh, am I good at this? No, I keep getting minus one roll. Uh, 16. 16. Careless uh, fingers. 19. 19. The two of you kind of grab the reins of the two horses as they start to shuffle a little bit, making sure that they don't, you know, bolt yeah. into the wilderness and grab them. Erland, Graven. Shit. All right. All right. Shit, yes. All right. My finger what slipped. Happened? My finger slipped. And your ears kind of... All right, they're going to have heard that. 
So I think we should keep moving. Are you all right to get back on your horses? How long has it been? Barely. Them? Like 30 minutes, like half an hour. Okay, maybe they heard it, yeah. If they did, it would be like a in yeah. the distance that we, you know. Yeah. It, oh, was, okay. it was loud up close, but it wasn't like, it's not like a thunder bolt. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so they're very dangerous. Yeah, thanks, Erland. I right. gathered that. Are you guys all right? Are, there's like a burnt piece of hair <laughs> like on his face. Uh, can Orba, Orba's going to hand you reins of horses, and she's just going to start running over to them to just try to help them up and stuff. Sure. We're all right. Well, I guess, yeah. Sure. You can't feel like yeah. hands reach yours and just kind of trying to ceremoniously help you up because you're big. And it's in splintered pieces but the, the lid is open and inside it's empty. The, you know, There was like a glowing from inside but it's completely empty. Why like are the they of trying the to just blow up Elatrians? Because they don't fucking like them and she's gonna reach her hand out. Uh, say get up. Probably butted heads over something. Hunting or land or <sighs> could have been anything. If the Elatrians can't even get along with the Radirans and their own kind who's to say? They need better tactics. I mean, My they make enemies slipped. everywhere they go. It's okay. Are you all right? Barely. Well, you'll have another chance. Well, you and know, then now there's, there's four, four more. more. Yeah, one well, well, can't open the next one. Or yes, I'll be down. obviously. But hang on. Now we come to another rule of being hunted. You don't travel hurt. We've got to fix this. We can run into other stuff on the road. What if we run into the Elatrans? So are we'll you guys to, make yourselves we'll right. Either disarm them from the from afar, can you, or can you heal right now? Do you want some raya throat? We have to. We've got to do something. You look like yes, shit. Yes, I need. I need some. Raya we need to be mindful of our supplies. Uh, or rest. We can also rest. I suppose we could take a moment. A f- An hour. Right here. Say we travel right a, on the border of Trickster's Thicket. I don't know. Let's travel a little bit right, further Gurren's in. gonna grab his girl. Oh, yeah, you use, use, I, only have, I only have one now. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna do much. I only have when one. Is, when do you get those back? On a long rest? Uh, I roll a d4 on a. You get that many back. Yeah. Okay, he'll so Erlen with his magic yeah, item that he has sort of. It has a little bit of like nodes of healing energy that he can access. You know, a couple of come. They come back after a long rest. I've, partially. I'm gonna back. give him a ride. I've got a bit of. Magical energy left. You'll be the first thing that I. If we get into any more shit, you'll be the first thing that I deal with. But right. I should maybe don't it. rush in next time because you could go down, and I if you go down, it'll cause a problem. Didn't rush, rush in. No, I'm just my finger. Snipped. I'm saying if we get into shit in the near future before you're feeling all right, don't rush in. Right? All right. All right. Did you roll for the uh, the healing node? Yes. And then are Riot. you eating the Riath as well? Yes, I am. Great. Go ahead and do that. A reminder that so you eat that kind of bitter root that has uh, just gives you a little bit of a, a healing essence. A reminder just that if you eat multiple Riath roots, they it can make you sick. So the first one's fine. What uh, what does it do for Riath root? What's it heal? Yes, it's um. 2d4 temporary hit points. Ooh. 2d4. Excellent. Nice. Excellent! Oh, <laughs> a hearty root. Um, so yes, if you eat another one within 24 hours of this one, uh, you okay. have to make a constitution save. All right. To make you sick. But we're 12 HP. <laughs> All right. Sick. Here, wizard. <laughs> Not a vote of confidence. Careful, everyone. Thank you. All right. Horses. Hop on. I'm gonna sort of take a look in the Trickster's Thicket, see if that any of the Elatrians heard me. Perception check. Any, any disturbing? Mm-hmm. 
I'm 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 either the best or the worst. A nat twenty. Nat twenty. Oh my god! Your perception check. Yeah. yeah. So you have the river, which is pretty thick between you and Trickster's Thicket, but you make sure as you're sort of chewing on the rye through, you take a moment to look into the trees. And once again, they're very thick, so you can only see like a couple rows back in these mm-hmm. trees, and you don't see anything peek out. However, the noise that it made. You look out into the to the woods, and some of the animals are kind of hopping around. They, they clearly heard the noise, so it's conceivable that someone who was nearby might have heard the noise. But you don't see any any anyone poke their heads out at, at the moment. Yeah. Um, do we? Do I see any? Sorry, do I see any of the bromeliads? Uh, no. Is it conceivable that Alatrians have gifts similar to yours of of communicating with nature and animals and creatures? Oh, I, I think it is a part of, I mean, I know that it's a part of their, like, spirituality to, like, commune with animals to a certain degree, or, like, to at least nature. respect them. Yeah, respect them, definitely. Yeah. I don't think you've been told that they have people. Druidic, like, Yeah, I mean, they could, but you right. haven't, you haven't talked to they someone. They can't resurrect them, I'll tell you that much. Uh, uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know that they respect animals, so I imagine that my ability to communicate with them wouldn't be unnoticed. Oh, no, I mean, um... I'm sure some creatures just oh. witnessed what happened. Uh, scouts of some kind, possibly? I, don't I know. have no idea. I'd be l- more surprised if an animal alerted an Alatrian than if an Alatrian was just in the area and we didn't know. Sure. Well, maybe they'll see us, you know, taking care of it and think we're nice. Uh, I don't know if they'll think the people right around the explosion are nice. Well, we wouldn't be... That'd be pretty silly if we, we were sh- the one placing it and then exploding it. Show them like a I suppose. Shot. I mean, I suppose. All Look, right. eyes out for the bromeliads now. Could have been a mishap, but yeah, you have to... Uh, yeah. All right. I'll have and my Sapir's got her glass. note, and she's sure. looking at Holding the plants on. and making oh, yeah, comparisons. Yeah. Or was going to take a look, she'll have her spyglass out looking at the oh, other side of the Yeah, you have to, yeah. So again, they grow on the, the western bank, so you have to be looking at the opposite bank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving around. You guys continue a little further sort of shaking off the kind of startling effects of the explosion, just calming yourselves, heart rates settling a little bit there. As that loose dirt up on the the curtain, the the Stouthill curtain, it's not uncommon to see little trickling bits of stone and rock, whether it's like a critter running by or the wind blowing, because it's like a mixture of loose dirt. You'll see little tricklings of, of things moving down the hill. Not uncommon at all to see that, to hear these sounds. The trickling happens every so often. And as you continue to ride, it seems like it starts to happen a little more frequently. Oh, God. And regularly. Hmm. And you realize that it seems to be synced up with something else. A deep, kind of far-off rumbling. Shit. Mining, perhaps? They never spoke of mining in the South Hill Curtain. Are there giants in the curtain? I don't know. Are there giants in the curtain? Oh, give me history check. Uh, 
17. 17? Your knowledge on... I mean, it's been some time since you certainly studied where they've kept. As far as you know, no. That's not like a... It's not really big enough or resource-rich enough to sort of house a clan of, of Goliaths or giants or anything to that effect. What though. I know... That would be unusual. Any, like, large animals or monstrosities are around this area? Um, you're not familiar with this area, really, with tricks with okay. the area around it. Uh, it could be something large. Not ordinarily. Look, if there's something that's out here, we want the option to not engage now, right? So let's find somewhere where we can find cover, or the we can thicket. have it. Yes, perhaps we should... Is it cross the river? Is it like a metered time in between them almost? It's pretty regular. Yeah, it it's feels pretty, like very, very regular intervals. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not exactly regular, right, but yeah. But yeah. Is how wide and deep does the river to our left look? Like, could a horse traverse it pretty comfortably? Uh, not comfortably. It's possible, but it, it's wide and probably deep in the middle. It's very, the river's quite wide here between between this bank and the, and the Trickster's Thicket. So in order to get into the thicket, we'd have to potentially leave horses. Potentially? I mean, again, you don't know exactly. It's hard to tell exactly. But, but there are the odds that if we just continue our course... Quietly and quickly, we will be all right. Low. I think that's low. I, I think we should take a break. I think it's worth it. I don't know what the sound is. If, if it's mining, if it's some kind of operation we didn't know about, that's one thing. But if that is a giant creature, I don't think we're exactly in fighting shape, do you? Right, but why would we then wait here for it to come to us? Can we cross the river, perhaps? We have to but cross... Horses. Can we try and get them to wade? Can we get off our horses and lead them? little early in our journey to be losing a horse. Is it getting louder? Uh, give me a perception check. Oh, boy. 17. 17? No. Oh. It doesn't seem to be approaching or getting any louder. It seems to be staying a clear distance. Do I we... think that we could pass it by. Do we have a sense of directionality with the sound it of it? sounds like it's in front of you, like okay. in the direction you're oh, heading. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look, we're heading right towards this thing. Can we not reroute a what little the, bit? What if we... Just to clarify, the trickling of the rocks, it doesn't sound like it's coming from, oh, the, okay. from the curtain. It just sounds like the force or heaviness of whatever the sound is is causing vibrations that are making rocks trickle down. Scout ahead, perhaps? All right. Would you like to start a rest? Or maybe one or two of us will go ahead and see if oh, we I can... I could also send something ahead. I, I, Do you want me to talk true. to an animal and send something oh. up ahead of us so that see? we can't alert? We won't alert anything that way. I can sneak ahead. I healed. Erland, I healed. I healed. Erland I healed. no. I, I am. Call, I'm saying no. I think I should maybe find the creature. Okay. Um, I. <laughs> I am gonna start looking around for something that could possibly fly. Give me uh, an investigation check with disadvantage. It seems like a combination of the explosion of the box and the sounds right. of the loud sounds of these vibrations. Oh, that's bad. Wow. That's a one. I'm it, not even turning the spell slot over. It seems like whatever sound and vibrations, it, like it's it's scaring or spooking. Like you don't see any. They seem to have retreated into the woods or, or out of the. Yeah, you do not see any creatures nearby. No, bad luck. Everything's scared off. And frankly, I think we should be too. We, we have to go forward at some point. If you want to rest, we rest, but we are going forward. I think we proceed forward together, and if we see anything dangerous, we turn and run. It doesn't seem to be moving towards us. We can run away and then try and fold the river. All right. 
Erland, if you see something, you should take a healing together, potion we'll now. Together. I'm just saying, as soon as we see something, Can take I a healing, healing potion. potion. I'm gonna get my, like, sort of bow out and okay. put an arrow in it okay. and... Knock the arrow and hold it kind of down by the side. Yeah, I and I'm gonna ready an attack for any... Anything? <laughs> no, I'm gonna. A child runs yeah, two children <laughs> with hammers. No. I'm gonna. Uh, I've readied this. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> if, I'm, I, if I see you with like arrow straight out, perhaps just have it at your side and not shoot the next thing you see. Who has the? You have all the healing potions. Yes. Can I have one in case it's something dangerous? I, I think it's a good idea. Okay. I won't drink it now. I'll drink it if it's something dangerous. But now would be a bad point in the journey to lose either a horse or. A companion, so well, let's avoid both. Go ahead. Right, I start slowly, slowly moving the horse. Don't we have like ten now? <laughs> we have a lot of healing potions. Are you all moving with her slowly as he slowly moves the horse forward? You always drink it. You always <laughs> Yeah, I'm a no, monk, I'm and I only have idea. 30 hit points. Uh, I roll a natural one, opening a big bomb box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that? Are people following Erland as you yes. 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 Class, bitch. Everybody give me stealth checks. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Motherfuckers, you guys. I'm sorry. Motherfuckers, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm fine. One. No. Natural one? Natural of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so natural. <laughs> it comes so naturally. I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, to I know. Two and three. Right? <laughs> three yeah. What the? Sixteen. Oh my god, nine. Jesus. Eight. Okay. Oh, you guys are rhyming and you're trying to get closer the and the, the ground is just, there's a lot of sticks, a lot of brush. There's no kind of getting around it. You're making some noise. There's no way to continue forward without it. And you kind of look to each other as you're riding sort of, oh. <laughs> Quiet down, everyone. Quiet down. Too quiet. I mean, there's no avoiding the horse. The hooves kind of snap sticks as they walk. But you move a little further forward, and the noises, those recurring noises, they start to turn into sensations as the vibrations can be felt. I don't like this at all. Do we see a thing on the road yet? The horses are getting agitated. Shit. Kind of unfamiliarity feelings in the sound. And you're looking for what could possibly be the source of these heavy, resonating thumps. But you look out into the trees, and you don't see anything, just more trees. Give me perception checks, everybody. Oh my god, this is upsetting. You suck. You are a loser, McLoser. I am also a loser. Just slightly less of a loser. Five. Ten. Thirteen. Nine. Nine. Wow! As Graven's riding, the, the vibrations and the sound, they're spooking your horse a little bit, and it pulls up. It, like, stops riding. So you stop, and it's actually the stopping of the motion, and as you look around, that allows you to see forward and perceive what at first looks like an optical illusion. Oh, no. But your eyes seem to confirm oh, that God. down the road a ways is one tree passing behind another tree. One gargantuan trunk moving slowly by its stationary brethren. Stop. Stop. The tree must be 80 feet tall. These outstretched kind of branching limbs and there's a split at the base that allow it kind of approximating legs to... It's going back and forth. 
it's going back and forth like across the path. Yeah, and the path is narrow, so it's like one step this way, one step the other. And it looks like it's kind of moving around. It's hard to tell exactly what it's doing right yeah. now. It's kind of just moving horizontally. And again, it's not like getting bigger or smaller. No, yes. Like... You see it kind of passing behind one tree, going the other way. Okay, can trees try it into him? I was just oh wondering. Oh my god, Jaylu! <laughs> He's like, oh! And do, I, do I have any knowledge of tree things, people? Is that something I recognize? <laughs> sure, something that large is probably a, a treant of some kind. Treant, yeah. okay. Are we all there? Are these like a familiar thing? or um, You've heard of them, sure. Yeah. Right now, first of all, Graven's the only ones that's noticed it so yeah. far. Everyone kind of yeah. move The motion of the oh, horse is making it hard to see the motion of the tree because it blends in very seamlessly with the trees around it. There, stop. Uh, if you focus what, 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 up the what? road, there is a nearly 100-foot tree. What? A being, a what? treant, something is moving across the path back and forth. Focus oh, right no. down the middle. No, 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 no. Yeah, As he, you you follow his finger and you can no. see it. No. Back and forth. The hell is that? No. That is a tree Fucking person. Way. Tree are being. Sentient? Are they? What are they? Like myconids, there's something in between. They don't communicate. Like, you can't communicate with it without some kind of droid something that you're not aware of. And they, you know, have a basic sense of danger, threats, like, they're, you know, a, a creature, but not intelligent creatures. So again, they live in that kind of gray area, just like Mike and its do. Where... Are they naturally vicious, or? Um, no. Like, have you tried to pass it, would it? That you don't know, but <laughs> not necessarily naturally hostile, no. Like most plant-based creatures, they're mostly pretty neutral, but that doesn't mean they can't feel threatened or, like, you know, put off by something that's out there. This feels like we have to make a decision about making our way into the thicket or trying to cross the Stout Hill Curtain because I don't... I don't know if that thing is agitated, but I do not think we want to engage with it. It's just pacing. Right, I mean, what if... We had an explosion by us if... Perhaps there was another explosion here and it... Disturbed it. It disturbed it and now it's looking for the source or... Gonna have to agree upset. All right. with Graven on this one. I don't want to engage with her. Can we perhaps? Is there any way we think we could lead the horses through? Well, I guess now was the time to investigate that. I think time. a river is safer than a hundred foot tree. And if I the Elatrians yeah. catch us, we'll explain, explain why and say that we exploded a box for them. Well, I think what we should lead with is there are people who are burying explosive boxes and don't open them because they're very scary. All right, well, let's go to the bank quietly. He's going to hop off his horse and sort of take a look in the water and see how deep it is. You get a little closer and closer, the idea kind of in your head, and you get to the bank... This river seems wide, and it's moving pretty quickly. I mean, it's been kind of a slow downward slope, and it's picking up. There's white tufts to the water. I mean, it's it's moving. It looks, it's not in like barreling down the river, but it's horses are pretty good swimmers. But you would have to kind of lead them across, and what the thought that occurs to you immediately is any belongings could get swept up easily in the in the flow of this of this river that are sort of anything lightly secured could could go. Okay. Am I, do I think am I tall enough that I could hold could a I horse? Walk it? No, <laughs> my God, that's my picture. Holding a horse, just holding it by the two hooves. <laughs> 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 Fine, friend. <laughs> no belongings. Could I hold packs above my head and make it all the way across? 
across. It's you can't gauge the, how deep the middle of the river is. How wide? Possibly, but you can't tell how deep. It is. Roughly, how wide's the river? Uh, forty feet. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you're gonna jump it? No. <laughs> I mean, I could. You want? Oh my god. Wow. But that's not my wow. plan. I have uh, over fifty feet of rope. Okay. okay. We could perhaps tie one side to a tree here, another side to a tree there, across the river, and use it to safely get across and keep our bags above us. That way we won't get blown to the side. Sure, but... And once one person's across, we can, t- we can help lead the horses with a lo- my last 25 feet of rope. I think we need to be with the horses in the water. Yes, the ropes above the water is okay for our packs. No, because we want the horse to be able to swim and we don't want to be swept away. If we tie 25 feet of rope to the horses, I don't know if the horse will go in the water okay. on its own. All right, then. But then we have a hand on the rope so we don't get blown away okay. and we can lead the horse. Okay. But that, that way there's not... Because if we get swept away, the horse is going to get spooked. All right, can you make it across that river? I can try. All right, hold the rope on this side. So I also have another climbing. I have three. I would also say so, based on the speed that the water is moving, just something to consider. As you're holding the rope, you can lead the horse, but the horse is not going to be able to make a like a perpendicular path because it it's going to drift, and you're not going to be able to hold the rope and the. But I'm saying if we tie 25 feet of rope to that horse as well, that will give it some room to sort of drift around a little. Right? But it's just going to drift further and further until it pulls on the rope. It's not going to. Oh, you know, oh, it's not. I see. It's it, like the horse. It'll it'll swim where you pull it, but it's going to keep moving further and further down the river. It's not going to compensate for that. That would be difficult. That would be quite. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So then, we tie fifty feet of. I traverse it. We tie fifty feet of rope to the horse, and then someone on the other side gives the horse room to travel across without being taken away. Do you see what I'm saying? No. So okay, I go across the river. Takes yes. a stick. I go across the river. Yeah. Yes. Tie rope. No, hold on. Oh, oh my god. Listen. I hate all of these plans. No, this so is good. This is good. Really this is good. This. this is good. Trust me. This is good. Trust me. We tie fifty feet of rope to a horse. Yes. 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 With me so far. Ropes and horses. Yes. All right. Fifty feet of rope to horse. Horse stays on this side of the land. Swing it. I traverse across the river, holding the rope. Okay. okay. I get to the other side of the river. Yep. Yeah, we got now that. we have 50 feet of rope. Yes. With a horse on one side Indeed. and me on the other side. Yeah. That horse is then nudged into the water, and we and I bring it in. I'm staying with my okay. horse. You, just... you don't put a horse in the river on its own. You have to guide it. I'm guiding it with the rope that I'm but, holding no, it. No, if you just yanked on a rope on the opposite side of the river, that horse would oh, absolutely. never do no, 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 no. <laughs> that. You go with it to guide it, and then we have a safety rope so it doesn't get blown away yes. by the water. Is, is Someone does have to guide it. Quite, quite a hefty animal. You think you can just... Hold on. No, no, no. You're going to guide it across. I'm just saying if a worst case scenario happens where it's sort of getting uh, spooked in another direction, will, I'm still with it holding on to a rope so it doesn't just run away. If we get into the river here, yes, we may end up farther downriver when we get out on the other side. Getting the, the our belongings over dry, we can use the cycle of rope in one spot. Just to play some devil's advocate Please. here. Please. <laughs> Please do. I hate these this idea. I hate, I hate my all own of idea. these ideas. Um, returning to the thought of, of getting past the treant. Yes. 
during this whole time. We have to enter the thicket anyways, at some point. But not with horses is the thing. If you needed to collect flowers, somebody could stay behind and watch horses. I see. So, okay, so tell me a little more about these tree things. So, are they territorial? Could we easily distract it and lead it Do away we know? from the we path? We don't know anything about these. Give me a nature check. You and Graven can give me that. Could we perhaps set a very small, light forest fire and scare it Thirteen. away? Hmm? Thirteen. Thirteen. I'd rather Thirteen do that than those four horses. I mean, you know a little bit about the basics. They, they're not territorial, per se, but they will... Again, they will perceive threats. Like, they... They're aware of things in their surroundings, so if you do something that, like, approached it quickly, it might immediately see you as a threat. Or if you waved a torch in its face, you might see that as a threat. You know, like, it's able to... It has rudimentary senses of its own safety. If we were to maybe, um, like... Uh, with our body language, express submission, in, 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 uh, in, like a, a move slow, heads down, quiet. The horses are scared. They're not going to approach it. Can the, you can the, you talk the, to the horses? Maybe uh, you you've already calmed a group of them uh, once before. I can. Whether or not I'll be able to convince them to walk past a giant tree. I don't know. We have feet. <laughs> what if we lead them with feet while you talk to them and say, oh, yes, The other thoughts I nice. had, Orba, is don't you have a plant with you? Yeah. Well, it's it's a plant. Maybe if we're nice to plants, that's a sign of, I don't know, peace. So what if we're, like, Do you want me watering? to introduce them to one another? No, no, no I'm saying... kidnapping a plant and keeping it in a bag. But it's healthy. Does it still uh, just seem like there's only one? Can I tell? <laughs> yeah, it seems that you've only seen one so far. And based on the, unless they're walking in sync, based on the the sort of ground vibrations, it seems like just one moving back. I think as long as we can keep the animals calm, there is a good chance that we could walk by it. All right. So we hop off the horses. And the other thing is, we have to keep the tree calm too. The tree yeah. seems. We're gonna just it's let not, it be. It's not raging <laughs> as it looks. It just looks like it's pacing. Yeah. All right. Wouldn't want to get in How the way of that. How do we feel about foot. that plan we're... as opposed to ropes and horses and rivers? All right. We very well, I think it depends on what we want to risk. Keep an eye out for any I... time that the river gets um, oh, sure. more dinner. narrow or less rocky. Or, or, or Do we want to risk losing time and possibly possessions, or do we want to risk coming into a combat with this thing. I suppose, worst case scenario, we can try and run. I was going to say, I don't believe they're very fast. Doesn't look very fast. I mean, it takes takes long (laughs) strides and it has long kind of branches, but it does look slow, physically slow, yeah. It's reaches far, but its speed is... (laughs) If it's reaches far, then presumably as long as we stay far enough away from it, we shouldn't have any issues with running away, but we should wait and watch it for at least a moment just to get a sense of how long its steps are, because I want to be at least two steps away from it, if possible. <laughs> two of his steps two away. Two of his well, steps. Well, we're going to have to pass nearly underneath him at some point. Underneath. Heads down. Keep the animals calm. Let's go see what its movements are like. In response to the steps thing, Graven's been watching it a little bit. It looks like it takes one big step in one direction, and then one big step back in the other direction. So how long does it go around? And that crosses the um, the entire road. Yeah, pretty much. One step. It's narrow. We can't. We'd have to climb over the road. How long is is this path turned from one step to the other? Like, after turn, 
How much time is his back facing a certain direction? Yeah, I'll take a listen. One, two, like two and a half seconds. There's no way. He's also a hundred feet in the sky. He can probably see us now. Is there, uh, like, thicker trees on either side of the road? Like, harder, from an aerial view, harder to see down? Yeah, I mean, there's a good number of trees. It's a little even woodier closer to the curtain than to the river. The river is a little sparser when it comes to... Okay. Vegetation. So what if we stick to the thicker area so he can't see down as well? All right. That's a good idea. Wait for him to turn and just... I I don't... Well, slow. Do we go slow or go fast? Slow. Slow. Slow? Slow. Okay. Until we have to go Because fast would be perceived as a threat. At least if we're moving through slowly, then we might be perceived as just creatures passing through. Let's be perceived as creatures passing through. Go to his horse and start. <laughs> the horse looks like, yeah. are you fucking kidding <laughs> Horses are it's like, it's better than the dog. river, friend, trust me. <laughs> I don't know if it is. This guy wanted to tie a rope to you. <laughs> uh, you don't even know. Graven just on the other, or Graven on the other bank. Just Come like, on, buddy. Come on, little friend. Uh, horse like, Horses like, absolutely the fuck not. I don't know why you think uh, I trust uh, you this Orb is going to start taking out some feed. Okay. Um, and dispersing it. Okay. Uh, to help uh, coax. Okay, let me do the thing. No, wait. don't do it until we have to. I'll wait to do the thing. I'm getting yes, ready to be ready to do the thing. I'm ready to do the thing. <laughs> like doing vocal. Yeah. She does that and she's like, nailed it. Still got it. Still got it. Still got it. Horses <laughs> have a holy halo. Horses have a holy halo. <laughs> What's the matter with me? I don't know. You guys slowly start to creep forward, and, and immediately oh, with the shaking, you sense a little bit of lack of forward mo- momentum from the horses. They're Ooh. moving, but slowly, a little nervously. Ooh. Everyone give me animal handling checks. Mm-hmm. 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 Am I good at this? No! <laughs> no, it's another Three. minus one. Thirteen. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Eight. Can't read these. Some 12. Major. 12. Okay, as a group, you keep the horses pretty calm, even as the sort of vibrations pick up and the intensity of the sound a little bit. The sound, again, is this sort of more deep rumbling than it is like a loud, concussive sound. So it goes just kind of beneath your feet. Also, um, Graven, give me a perception check. And then everyone, give me stealth checks as well as you try to quietly and, and rolls, rolls, easily. Rolls, rolls. Five. Jesus. For which one? <laughs> perception. perception. Okay. That hurts. Eight. Sixteen. Unbelievable. Five My mom said plus three. six. Three. Five on both. And between the cracking branches beneath you, uh, the horse's hooves and the slamming kind of booming noise coming from in front of you, it feels like you're making no progress when it comes to being sort of quiet and moving along. As you're getting closer and closer, and Graven is in the front leading the way a little bit there, in addition to the steps back and forth, it seems like when it gets to the curtain side, it like bends down a little bit and seems like it scoops something up and then takes a big step toward the river. What's doing? Throws something in the river. Step back Is toward the curtain. Is why the river's contaminated? It's like cleaning. He's tidying. It seems, it seems to be picking up dirt from the curtain side and throwing it in the river over and over. Is it trying to fill in that part of the river? 
Is that perhaps why they got the rot scare? Is it the same river? No. It's just dead. What direction way, does this river We're way flow? down river. No, yeah. sa- uh, it's flowing away from you. Like, river? North okay. to south. It flows down from oh. the north. No, flows it's... south to north, yeah. Oh, oh. so it is. Yeah. 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 Because say, it like, flows it out toward the ocean. Yeah, rivers. Yeah, it's going, yeah. I'm an idiot. So the whatever he's throwing in the river is flowing away from you. Okay. Would that... Would dirt cause rot scale? Depends on what's in the dirt. It, yeah, exactly. Maybe he senses it's poisoned or something? Well, if he's sensing it's poisoned, then why would he be throwing it into the water? Well, if this is his home, I would imagine. Perhaps. Oh, perhaps. Oh, God. Uh, what? What even? If we were to rectify whatever problem he's trying to solve... Are you oh. going to talk to him? No, or? if we were to, If we see, uh, oh, there's a... Poisonous uh, thing in the river. Let me move that for you. you Listen, mate. I think it's best if we try to not okay. interact with this. All right. All right. All right. Is there enough room? Like the Stout Hill Curtain area, the forest over here is pretty thick. <laughs> yeah. To go into it up against the very, you know, like the slope terrain. Slope terrain. Mm-hmm. How would how far away from it would we be if we got? 30, 30, 40 feet. I mean, you can go in. It's very thick with brush and trees. Yeah. You'd be kind of maneuvering the horses. You'd be, uh, yeah, I mean, you could potentially, uh, yeah. I just fixed it. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I think our best bet, we don't want to disturb it going from the edge of the, the wood here across the road to the to the water. I say we try to stay all the way on the right-hand side if we can. All right. I think and that's a good idea. Let it do its business. Okay. But what I will say is a bad idea to talk to it unless you can't talk to it, can you? You can no. do the thing where you step into the trees and you can I do... Can't, I can perhaps enter it, but I can't talk to it. <laughs> I don't think I want to enter a living... Yeah, no, I do not sing Scratch that idea. I'm going to go ahead and okay. talk to the horses because, yep, that's I'm good at. We're going to talk to the horses. Wait until we no get better way to phrase that. <laughs> 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 Wait until we get close, closer. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Get a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds picking up. You're like <laughs> vibrations <laughs> rattling through, and again the horse is kind of. <laughs> Just giving it feed, just yeah. <laughs> slowly and kind of nervous. That so you can you can sense, you know, you've ridden on these horses that they they're very kind of nervous proceeding forward. Give me animal handling checks again. <laughs> Are you sure you Are guys, you guys want me to talk to him? Did you just roll one? Not twenty. Oh my god. Okay. Eight. What the fuck kind of a ranger am I? <laughs> Twenty-one. Eleven. Eleven. You guys, push forward a little bit further. Now you start to get close enough three and three that you can see a little bit of what's going on. As it steps, take a big stride toward the Stout Hill Curtain side. It reaches down and it picks up a giant bundle of like burnt sticks, like charred. And as you get peek around a little bit. All the trees on that side for like 10 feet or so is like like char marks up the trees, like bits and pieces. It seems like it's clearing out dead, burnt branches. And it takes a big step toward the river. Oh, was that his friend? Throws the kind of burnt pieces. And now you can see a little bit of the wood floating down the river as it flows further out of sight. So that seems to be what's happening. It bends down, scoops up a big handful or, or sort of gnarled fistful of, of wood and then tosses it into the river. I mean, whatever explosion we made with that box did not do nearly as much damage as, as what it seems like happened to this um, tree of trees. Yeah, 
it's it's possible that if the explosion got set off and nobody uh, like extinguished the flames in any mm. way, it could have spread a little bit. Okay. Mm. So maybe because it was definitely like a fiery yeah. explosion. So did we put on our flames? <laughs> I mean, I said that they were charred. It hit you guys mostly because okay. you were right there. But I, if I, I was on the, the grenade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, you took the brunt of the force. But if someone set it off or something set it off, and then it was allowed to burn, it could have spread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's a, he's a very sad tree. That's, um... Janitorial tree. Well... He's tidy. Should I talk to the horses? Um, perhaps as we... They seem pretty calm now. Okay. Uh, perhaps, yes, as we... We're how far away at this point? We'll say 150 feet away. You're closing in pretty good. I mean, the whole reason... Yeah, how long does that last? Uh, talk to animals lasts 10 minutes. I would say, perhaps... Get them in the mood. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> or like, sit. <laughs> 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 I meant, like, prepare them. <laughs> get them in the headspace. Get them in the headspace. What's up, horse? What's up, horse? Hey, what's up? How's it going? How's it going? How you want to walk underneath a tree? How do you want to do this, horse? How do you want to do this? Prepare their minds and bodies. Well, you That's so much Okay. Yes. Right. Please do your... So Vera's going to kind of take a look at him and go... I'm going to cast the spell. Can you cast the spell? And immediately as you cast it and you can sort of hear, you hear not necessarily words, but kind of worried, kind of, no. What is that? What is that? It's all right. Um, It's a tree, actually, and it's just pacing back and forth. It's not going to hurt us. It's no tree. No. It it is. It's actually a very big tree. Um, You can see it's got leaves up there. Not a tree that I know. No, 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 no. no it's, a, it's a new tree, but it seems friendly. It's just cleaning up over there. And Give me a persuasion check. Seems friendly? Oh, okay. Maybe it is friendly. Uh, pers- I have no modifier. 16. 16. <laughs> I always love sort of like, The hopefully. horse is kind of back and forth, just conferring, looking a little bit back and forth. She says it's okay. She says it's okay. You're right, friend. We'll keep you safe. And the hopes kind of feeding in. Eat, eat, distraction, distraction, distraction. You get some more a little further. Tree scoops up another big handful of branches. Oh my god! Throws into the river. So it you'd have to ride by decently quickly to get by in the amount of time it takes him to like, like if he picks up the branches and turns mm-hmm. toward the river, you'd have to ride by pretty quickly if we stay on the road. Uh, yeah. I mean, even if you maneuvered into the, sort of, into the woods there, you could, but, you know, you could try and sneak by that way. It's just, he might perceive you. Right. Safira, should you perhaps tell the horses that we're going to mount and ride quite quickly, and that will be very safe for us? I'm not even buying that, but yeah, I'll tell the horses. How fast at a dash can a horse go? Um, I mean... I don't know about the official speed. We'll go by the D and D stat block sure, <laughs> speed. Yeah. Um, so with like a movement and a dash, you're looking at like 120 feet in six seconds, roughly. Well, you know, oh, okay. they, I mean, they can sprint fast. Yeah, if you 60 feet per second, it's 20 feet per second. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Thank you. <laughs> 
Bash. Once we get, once we get about fifty or sixty feet away. What we should do is line up and run. What we should probably do is line up one behind the other. We decide who goes first. Oh. He turns his back. I'll tell one of the horses to go. This horse will sprint, and then we'll wait. Quiet down. The next time it turns his back, the next one of us will go. I don't know if doing it one at a time is what. What if? What if the creature stirs? What yes. if he? What if he becomes aggressive after just one horse? I think it's. If he if, if he stirs, then it's better if we do it one at a time. I think because then at least he can't oh, attack no, all I mean of us stirs at once. Like you there, and then. Arr. I think we run together. Uh, that gives us one shot, and it's a lot of noise if we run together. Well, we're gonna. And just keep going. going. To make noise. We just keep going. Just out of the gate. I mean, you could catch up to us pretty quick. Well, no, not these are good horses. The horses would almost certainly outrun it. Okay. So I will tell the horses to go fast. When we get an opportunity, shall we line up at least and get ready in a position where we can go? Yeah. You guys kind of guide them, like oh all God. now in a row, yeah. four in a row, kind of looking almost like you're starting like a race. Like the horse is kind of yeah. up on the horse. And I'm gonna kind of, all right. So we're at a point, and we're gonna sort of need to go quickly here, like um, almost like a race, so we can just see how fast we can get through this little bit, and then we're going to go where it's quiet and safe. Just like a race. Just like, just a, like race. a race. Just like a race. And you can see them kind of digging in a little bit. Yeah. I will tell you when to go. <laughs> if anything happens to these horses, I riot. <laughs> Do we even ever talk to Evie? Yeah, no, I don't know if we ever talk to Evie. <laughs> One big step toward the, the, the curtain. Picks up a big bunch of branches. Turns. Sephira, go! <laughs> and the horses start to move, and you're kind of bobbing up and down, kind of weaving through the trees. Everybody, uh, animal handling checks. Sephira, you mean with advantage, because you sort of uh, talk to the horses there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, you and me both. You caught up 15. to me? Fifteen. Five. Five. Oh, no. Twelve. Twelve. The routes that you take, there's no way for the four of you to all kind of move, you know, in a perfect line. You have to weave between trees a little bit. As you guys are sprinting forward, Graven and Erland have to peel off just a little bit because Shit. of where they're going. Saphira and Orba move ahead, and Erland and Graven converge, and the noise of the hooves... The creature turns and without even like looking, one giant branch. No, Am no, I no, close no, enough no, to Erland no, 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 no. Uh, to touch him? Uh, give me an animal handling check. We'll see if you can pivot the horse hard. Uh, that's 18. 18. Oh! Er, Graven pivots hard and you get within, you know, you butt up again. You almost bump, the horses bump into each other can quickly. Boat uns and like kind of give him a, a, a heel <laughs> real quick. Uh, give me a perception check and to see. If you can kind of tell what he's about to do. Four, uh, perception, 14. Yep. 14. Erlen leans in your direction. You reach out. Go ahead. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Level three wounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a wound explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, wow. You heal his sepsis. Wow. It's a good thing you did level three. Yup. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 HP. Oh, okay. That's so sad I've for a level shit three. That level. <laughs> Right. The horses moving as quickly as they can, but this giant bark backhand Shit. swings across, and the two of you get down as low as you can. But it, after the heel, your arm is kind of out, and it 
Whoa! You feel it on your back, and Safira and Orba turn around, and Graven and Erland fly no. through the air, having been smacked by this tree. And the two of you, because of the way it's curling its kind of branch around, you go flying, and you see them go over the terrain, and then Erland and Graven look down, and they're over the river. <laughs> Where are the horses? The horses weren't, didn't take the brunt of nope, the hit. They true. got hit and kind of tumbled. They okay, didn't like okay. get hit immediately by the branch, but they kind of stumbled down and immediately tried to get up and started to <laughs> scamper <laughs> away in the direction. <laughs> so Raven and Erlen kind of flying through the air. They <laughs> plunge through the water, and that's where we're going to... Oh, <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> And to sh- sort no! of backhand swipe. I told them it was safe. Oh, I will do the damage. I told from the them hand. it was yeah. safe. Yeah, you don't have to. No, uh, don't do the damage with that. <laughs> what if I get One downed by this? And no! I'm just I, I got you, man, didn't I? Know. I? I have if twenty. I have twenty-five die, HP. You have more than me. I will riot. I don't think they're. I don't nine. know. I am lodging a formal complaint with my immediate damage. superiors. Shh. 15, and that wasn't even Wait, for you guys? You been down. 15 you damage yeah. for both of you. Oh, yeah. Bludgeoning. Oh, yeah. Any oh, resistances? Yeah. Wait, sorry, yeah. you say 15 there? 15 bludgeoning damage. As oh, one giant slamming No, I wouldn't have been down. I had 17. Oh, okay. Did I? I thought you had 12. I had 12. I would have been down. <laughs> You're welcome. Erland would have been unconscious in the river if not. I guess I would have healed him in the river. I went to two. Good thing we both (laughs) didn't go down. If it had been two more. So you see them go flying through the air and then plunge into the river. And you're swimming. You're like, as you hit the water, there's all that charred kind of bark debris around you, too, as, as, you you know, the tree's been tossing uh, some of that. Uh, yeah, so Safira and Orba are ahead yeah, a little bit. But they kind of look back and get the horses. Get the first. horses. The run. horses are well, basically the horses heading are, towards the horses. Are heading they're running away from yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. I can call yeah. them too. I, the yeah. spell is still, so I can like literally call them too. Hey guys, hey, it's fine. I'm like, hey guys, don't worry about that. You're so good. You lost me. Okay, get the horses. I'll bring They're never gonna trust me again. They will never. I hear the horses. I'll take everyone. Points of damage of the lamest fucking damage. Yeah, that was really lame damage. Boxes on trees. slammed by a tree. Really <clears throat> that is where we'll end tonight's stream. Oh my God. And we will pick up there Absolutely next awful. week. Yeesh. Welcome back, everybody. Shut How up. do we add Shut this up. guy to the party? Oh. I want the tree. I want the tree. Yeah, I am Groot. Oh, <laughs> so man. upset. Oh, there was natural some, ones and there was some stanky rolls. That was, what is oh, wrong damn. with you? I seriously rolled a one, a three, and a five. You would never that. know I'm a ranger. <laughs> nope. On D on D8s. A one, a three, and a five on your heel just then. Well, it did. It did what it needed I to did. do. It certainly did. I am alive and in the world. Gotta run the hell out of here. Jesus. I think this is indicative, actually. I think Cool Shaver was. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Cool Shaver. I think you were bidding for every nat one, and in the second <laughs> half, Cool Shaver did one, two. You're three, welcome. Four, guys. Five hundred bits, oh, and that's just goodness. for two. That was post break. Oh, oh my god. Uh, also, Quartz sixty four subscribes. So thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Um, once again, thank you so much for the outpouring of support, the subs, the gift subs, all of the uh, bits yes. and everything. Thank you. It means the world to us. We're so we 
can't believe that this is finally here. We put so much work into making this happen. It feels very surreal at the moment. But we hope you enjoyed all the new, the new looks, the new videos, the new everything, the new portion of the story. Uh, making decent progress, uh, distance-wise, <laughs> but uh, getting smacked around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, avoided a greater conflict Buy with the people a tree, at the bridge. no less. Um, by the pl- the plants are against us now. We've got the gods against us. The undead are against us, and now the plants. What are the plants have against us? I love plants. <laughs> oh, I also I just saw somebody do a command donate in the chat. We don't have that command, but we do have I don't know why the command's not working. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Uh, if, if we just launched it today, actually, yeah. so feel free to check that one out. We also do like the twi- Twitch stuff, but I know some folks would prefer to do other things. Um, bless you. Bless you. And uh, so yes, that that is always a resource. Your presence is good. Thank you guys so, so, so much. We are going to sign off for the evening. We hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you here next week, 7 o'clock Eastern, same time. And we will uh, rescue Erlen and Graven oh from my God. The, the flowing Navika River. Our stuff in our bag. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Oh, gosh. Oh, our stuff in our bag. <laughs> I have your stuff in my bags. All right, everybody. Oh, have a wonderful night from all of us here at Tabletop night. Notch night. next week. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Do you have powers? Thank you so much for the Thank you. Thank you. I heard you whimpering. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. You have reached the conclusion for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. There's always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.